Welcome to yet another episode of the Two Idiots Podcast. I am Randy. And I'm Reg. Welcome here. Ah, Well, it's just another fun and exciting day in the neighborhood. Oh, boy. Isn't that Mr. Rogers? I think it is Mr. Rogers. Bit after our time? No. Well, we had more Mr. Dress Up We sure did. R.I.P. Mr. Dress Up. What with his tickle trunk and whatnot. I think watching him draw might have inspired me to draw when I was a little kid. Maybe. I loved it. That's entirely possible. It was my favorite thing. Yeah. Anyways. Well, there you go. It's a bit of a tangent right off the hop. But Get a little uh, insight into the childhood of Reginald Weed. Wow, where it all went wrong. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, we have another guest this week. Well, actually, we have two guests two this week. Double. Yeah. Quadruple the excitement today. Ooh. Uh, we, yeah, we have a, a bit of a local podcast crossover with uh, the Flatland Fields and Fowl Boys. Uh, if you've heard their podcasts, uh, they were interesting to talk to, especially for two of us where, you know, their podcast is about hunting and outdoorsmanishness. <laughs> what? <laughs> I'm just making up words here. Menagerie. <laughs> Menagerie toi. Uh, no, that's not what we talked about. But anyways, they, they, they talk about, you know, hunting, fishing, NASCAR, that type of stuff. Right. That. No, it was a fun discussion. Uh, I'm glad that they joined us. It's, uh, I guess we should say it's uh, Dwayne Dirksen and Tanner Friesen. Yes. Yeah. Dwayne Dirksen and Tanner. <laughs> <laughs> Wonderful. Oh, uh, my God. Before we step on our toes anymore, <laughs> we, uh, <laughs> we'll just go right to the interview. Uh, it's another long one. Hope you enjoy. We're not hunting. So Great. We'll do our... We're going to... We're gonna do uh we're gonna do the uh the live fishing one yet this Oh week. yeah, no, that's a good idea. I like that one. Oh, there you go. How would you rank it, hunting over fishing? Hunting oh, first? No brainer. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's no competition. No. Right. That's fair enough. I don't know. I don't do either very much, so it's the thrill of the hunt, man. Yeah. <laughs> Actually as well, almost a 29-year-old man. I went fishing for the first time in my life like two weekends ago. Really? Yeah. And I can see why people enjoy it. Like, it's, yeah. it's pretty exhilarating when you catch that first bite. It's like, oh, okay, I see this why people are going to cool. this. Yeah. yeah. It's yeah. fun catching. Right. Yeah. When you're catching, that's that's when fishing is fun. It's when, when, when you're not catching. That's when it's like, why it's, do I do this to myself? Right. <laughs> I'm sitting here in the hot sun. I'm burning. Yeah. I'm Always. dehydrated because yep. you're either drinking beers or you're not drinking water. Yeah. And you're out of just doing this. Yeah. <laughs> I'm get, I'll sell it all. I'll sell it all. Yep. Yeah. We did. talked about that last year when we were hunting. It was such a hard year hunting. I was, I was sitting there thinking, like, just get rid of it. I'll take up golf. Yeah. Like something, right? Yeah. Why do I hunt? What's the point of it? And then you, you know, you have a couple of close encounters with animals, and it's like, yeah, that's why. That's why. Right. That's yeah. why There's the thrill. Yeah. I went golfing for the second time last weekend, and uh, lost. I got so bored. <laughs> like, Can't painfully bored. We went to Granite Hills, which is supposedly, like, one of the best golf courses yeah. in Manitoba. Right. And, uh, well, actually, first as we walked in, uh, we, were, we were signing in or whatever to pay for the round, and this guy walks up behind us kind of chatting to the lady she's like oh so how was your round or whatever and he's like it was okay the greens are dog shit though he says right to this lady she's being nice and polite yeah. he's like the greens are dog shit <laughs> and then she's like oh uh, he's like yeah you should fire your greenskeeper 
And she's like, oh, I'm sorry. He's like, yeah, we should get a discount. And she's like, well, we already only charged you your, our spring rate because we know that the greens are bad. Yeah. <laughs> and he was just being just a complete tool. And I'm just like, okay, buddy. You love those people, eh? Easy. Yeah, and then we were standing there ready to pay. And so it was like 46 bucks or something for the round, which is fairly cheap. It would have been 70 bucks with a cart otherwise. And I'm like, eh, that's a bit much for yeah. my skill level. But then, uh, so I was talking to the buddy in front of me, and I was just like, do I have to rent clubs? Can I just borrow your clubs? And he's just like, yeah, man, just use mine. And the lady behind the counter, she's like, I'll just pretend I didn't hear that. And I was like, is that not allowed? <laughs> she's like, I'll just pretend I didn't hear that. And I'm like, okay. We really? should be able to share clubs. That no, you have to, everybody has yeah, to have yeah. their own set. Really? Yeah. yeah. And it would have been another 25 bucks to rent a set. And so then I, as the, as we we're like getting ready to tee off right at the start, there's a guy like signing out your carts and stuff. And he's like, oh, so no clubs for you? I was like, nope. He's like, oh, everybody's supposed to have their clubs. And I was just like, didn't say nothing. <laughs> he's like, well, "Well, we'll be okay. We'll, we'll, I'll just, I'll just let it slide." And then he's like, "Tell us about their dress code, and you have to have like a collared shirt and all this yeah. stuff." I'm just like, "Golf shoes." Geez. It's yeah. so pretentious. I'm just like, I don't care that much. And that's that's like a hoity-toity one, right? Yeah. yeah, I guess. Yeah. Any of the big golf courses like Kingswood and Grand Hills, like right. they're very anal about yeah. how their golf courses because yeah. they have, I mean. Jets guys are golfing there, and they have it's the true. elite of the elite that right. golf at these at these clubs. Right? It's a reputation to uphold. Yeah, old. exactly. Okay. And they they don't want you know Paul Maurice walking up and there's Joe Blow from Steinbeck <laughs> yeah. flip flops. Right? That's me. I golf, I golf better in flip flops yeah. than I do in golf shoes. Yeah. He came to the he came to our uh, shop yeah, last week saying. and he was wearing flip flops. Oh yeah. It's off season, I guess. Yeah. You can get yeah. everyone. Did you talk to him? No, I didn't get a chance to talk to him. The office people just peeking around the corner. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Our shop supervisor was gonna come and introduce him to all of us in the shop, and then the office people just kept him. Uh, it's always the office people that wreck everything. Why do you want Nevin? He wasn't there. He was no, no. Blame no. <laughs> him anyway. For fine. sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, Nevin would have been like, hey, he's, he would have been. Here's the boys. Yeah. And girls. And so, what you guys built something for? We're maybe? building. We're going to. Oh, okay. Yeah. And then getting all the design stuff done. Interesting that he would choose like out here, some local place or whatever. I don't know. Well, who else is going to do like? I have no Manitoba, idea. Like, yeah. as far as timber frame goes in Manitoba, we're the biggest company. Really? Oh, yeah. Oh. Hmm. I didn't know that. Have been for some time. Oh. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> all right. <laughs> all right. That's what I'm told. Yeah. <laughs> it's all because of the planer. No. <laughs> no. No. <laughs> Buddy at work lost the tip of two these two fingers in a planer uh, a couple weeks ago. Okay. Just ripped, nice. ripped this knuckle right off. Just the tips are both gone. Like, just oh, the tips, eh? Yeah, just Jesus the tips. tips. It tips. counts. Still counts. <laughs> I called him. I was just like, uh, so I heard you lost some weight last week. or <laughs> lost a little bit of weight. <laughs> He's like, uh, yeah. I was like, too soon? <laughs> that? Like, Sorry, dude. <laughs> Hope you're all right. <laughs> it's um, all, in good, all in good nature. Exactly. Right. Right. Anyways, I guess, welcome to the show, boys. Two Idiots Podcast. Are we yeah. live? Yeah, What's we're, going we're on, live for a while now. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. A nice little slide in there, you know. Okay. Yeah. I was wondering, Slick. why is that light on? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to ask you, are we, are we, what's going on here? Yeah, that means it's off. It's fine. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> totally off the record here. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, for our listeners here, we got the Flatlands Field and Foul Boys here. We've got uh, Tanner Friesen and Mr. Bushmaster Dwayne Dirksen. Say hi, boys. Say hi. Hello. Hello. <laughs> Howdy. <laughs> So yeah, oh. like I said, we're doing a little uh, a local crossover here, I guess. We're <laughs> all from the area. Join the forces. Yeah, yeah. yeah. To destroy each other. Corner of the market. <laughs> yeah. Joe Rogan, we're coming for you. Yeah. 
Straight out it's of a fight companion. Yeah, yeah, no kidding. You could put the, the game, could put the game on and do a game companion. Could do that, actually. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. Anyways, well, let's just hope that Boston loses. Oh, yeah. Are I they playing tonight? I didn't. Even, uh, I, I, I thought think, they were. I think they are. Yeah. yeah. Well, we can confirm that. But they I should uh, be on. Pretty sure. Yeah. Go St. Louis all day. Yeah. Boston, absolutely. Hundred percent. Yeah. Nobody likes Boston. Boston. No. Yeah, no. And if they do, nobody likes them. <laughs> no, exactly. It's, it's true. Like, tip in yeah, they're playing right now, actually. Um, in my experience of meeting Boston fans, like they're always a kind of a, a similar group of people. They're like they're <laughs> England Patriots fans. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Like, come on, you guys. And they're running on like what an eight-month championship uh, hangover here, or it's eight-month championship withdrawal. <laughs> yeah. 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 That's disgusting. I don't like it. It's kind of nuts to think they could take like all these major championships for professional leagues all in one year kind of thing. They shouldn't Over be allowed to play years, next year then. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you have to shut them out. Yeah. All your teams are disqualified. Yeah. yeah. That would be awesome. I would love that. that would be. <laughs> uh, so, Char- oh, oh, go ahead. Chara Char- Char broke his, his jaw. Yeah. Didn't he's he finish skating. the game still or something? Did, or yeah. he's, he's, playing, he's playing today too. Oh. He's Is he? Okay. He was he's tall and everybody. Nobody can reach his jaw anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Must have been a high shot. Yeah. It was, yeah. yeah. It was. Is it a deflection? I, think it's, I don't know. I didn't I've been paying way point. too little attention to the Stanley Cup right. finals. Oh, me too. Yeah. I mean, go Raptors, I guess. But that, that's yeah, the, I'll jump the bandwagon. Right. Yeah. 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 Gotta support them. Gave up on basketball about 15 years ago. <laughs> go Raptors! <laughs> I never even got on. I've tried. I've tried. I sit there and I watch a game and I'm just like, right. yay. You can't yeah. help but root for Toronto, though, because I, oh, yeah. I hate teams that follow the Golden State model now and they just build the super team yeah. and then they dominate for six years and then everyone disbands. Yeah, yeah. So That's kind of the only way to do it in the NBA now. I, I guess, and maybe just because they started that trend, but that, yeah. I don't know, it's just, I don't like it. I'm by no they, means... Aren't they in the finals like almost... Five straight years. years. Five straight, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Or, yeah. yeah. yeah five They won three of the last four. <laughs> and it was uh, Golden State and the Cavaliers uh, get Cleveland, I think it was four of those years in a row. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, I guess, I guess people... Probably felt the same way with the Bulls in the '90s too, right? Yeah, like, yeah. really should Michael yeah. Jordan. Uh, Pittsburgh, true. true. Pittsburgh yeah. Penguins, not that long ago, right? They yeah. built a they built a dynasty team, yeah. Chicago, yeah. right? Yeah. Right. But at least there was <laughs> a little bit of back space. down the tubes. Yeah, that's okay. That's okay. <laughs> that's okay. Our best years are behind us. We know that. You're a Blackhawks fan. Now we're yeah, uh, I'm a Blackhawks Black boy. Well, they won the draft, so that's yeah. That's fine. Yeah. <laughs> I was hoping to go to the draft this year. Actually, we had. I had all planned going flying to Vancouver, go check out the NHL draft. Tickets were gonna be like twenty bucks, and then the day they come, they get released, they sell out in like three minutes, and then it's just like those robo whatever oh, hacker people, okay. right? And then they they were originally selling to for the like draft, tw- right? Exactly. So they were selling for twenty bucks, and now they so bought all of them, and the cheapest tickets is one hundred and eighty bucks per ticket for the draft. Jeez, get it? That's like, not worth. Yeah. Who's gonna pay worth. that? Apparently, the most expensive ones are seven hundred bucks for a ticket to the draft. Christ. Apparently the tickets in the front row yesterday for their Golden State game yeah. were going for like twenty five grand a piece. I think it was front more tickets. I think for, for, for some of the cheaper ones that oh, I heard. Okay, yeah. But like that's that's bonk. I can't they, yeah. I don't want to pay two hundred bucks to go see Oakland and no, Green yeah. Bay come play and everybody yeah. paying twenty five grand for US no <laughs> Right. Yeah. yeah. No, thank you. No, yeah, it's bad. That's... To have that kind of money just to throw away, hey? <laughs> yeah. The dream. Yeah. yeah. 
I, if I had that money, maybe I would throw it away on basketball tickets. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> just well, say you were there. Yeah. I guess it would be neat yeah. to see like a, a finals game like that. I bet but for that right. price. Yeah. You see the, oh, yeah. the owner of, I think it's the owner of Golden State. The, one of the minor owners. Yeah, because yeah, he, he pushed the Kyle Lowry, yeah. I think, after he went yeah. to the bench. He pushed him. Yeah. 500K fine, and he's banned for a year, I think. Right. No, I think it's just for the rest of the finals. Yeah. I thought. I think it's going to be a full year. Oh, oh, well, full year suspension. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, you don't want people interacting with the players like that. Right. Which is weird because that's the, the only WHA. sport where that happens. <laughs> right. Right. Every other sport or major sport, you're, you're there's a barrier, off, right? Yeah. yeah like you, football has the sidelines. Right. Nobody's allowed down there. Imagine how many people would get hurt at football if they had it like right <laughs> on the on the side. <laughs> they used to. You watch that old film like from 1920s, right? And the crowd's just right against the sideline, yeah. yeah. like in amateur games. And it's like, man, some people probably got like fucked up. Yeah. Oh yeah. Three hundred pound lineman trips and. Come <laughs> yeah. Somebody. <laughs> it was like watching you. You look at the old film and pictures from from the NHL. They, everybody's sitting there, and there's what maybe five thousand seats in the <laughs> ring. Right. Everybody's smoking darts, yeah. and <laughs> pucks are coming up over. It goalies just, aren't it wearing just has helmets. Like chicken wire and yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. And just, uh, there's bench brawls in the stands. <laughs> yeah, right. Like what? <laughs> Old time hockey. Yeah. yeah. You see yeah. that picture of Brett Hall flipping off uh, the, the Bruins the other day, yeah. just sitting in the stands. <laughs> like, that a boy. That's awesome. <laughs> He's one of us. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But, yeah, so um, on your recent one that you released there, your little solo podcast, are you yeah. saying that the season's getting a bit slow for Bear? Bear? Like, it, well, for, for me personally, it's been slow all year. Really? So. How many I, would you normally see? Like, say, like, any other busy year or something? Normally, I'd have action every day. Really? Well, yeah. I'd have to be refilling baits nonstop. Huh. Did you get one last year? No, it's been since uh, 2015 was the last one I got. Oh, okay. Huh. So I'm a bit of a bit of a drought. <laughs> <laughs> Slump. Yeah. Just a little. Yeah. Well, I'll go from 1990, and so that's my drought, I guess. Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. You haven't spent quite the money into it that I have. No, yeah, that's true. <laughs> Great. That's the frustrating part, right? You yeah. put all this into it. So you, you know, got to go buy grain, got to buy this, buy that, buy fuel, and, you know. Because where do you have it set up? Uh, do you disclose that? 35, <laughs> it's 35 minutes away. It's 35 minute drive one way. So yeah. Down Sandland, so. Oh, yeah. Yeah, no, but that's it's a bit of a bummer. Tomorrow I'm going out to, to, for the first time ever, I'm going to guide for a guy. Oh, really? I, oh, yeah. Locally here? Uh, close to Pinawa. Oh, ah, okay. Someone you know? Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. A friend of a friend that I've got to know, and. I uh, I'd been meaning to do the guide test for some time, and mm-hmm. finally a few weeks ago I did it, and now I'm certified. So, oh, it's an actual. Oh, I didn't. I oh thought yeah, you, yeah, I thought you were just using it. As like <laughs> no, a no, I wouldn't think any old guy could just. Yeah, I'm a guide. Come yeah. on, let's well, go well you probably here. could. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> well, not officially, maybe, but you'd be like, yeah, I know these trails. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> uh, like a fishing guide doesn't need a license, but uh, in Manitoba at least. Oh really? Okay. But if you want to be a hunting guide, then you have to go and take an actual. To be test. fair, you're dealing with firearms and shit when it comes to hunting, right? You're, like, you're dealing with firearms, animals, one thing. animals yeah. and mounts and stuff, and oh. proper, you know, trophy animals. Yeah. Yeah. What was that? Uh, what was that test like? How, how long did that take? Or take it? Took me almost an hour, I think. Forty-five oh, minutes. Pretty short then. Okay. Had me had me sweating for a bit because <laughs> yeah. I. I mean, I don't really study for anything, so it's like I kind of looked over the hunting regulations and was like, looked over a few different things. Okay, I'm good. Just wing it. Yeah, right. <laughs> Just show up at the office one day. Can I write the test? Oh yeah, you can. Right here. Oh, 
I was expecting a no. Yeah, it's not You're supposed to turn me down. Yeah. <laughs> I was anticipating like having to make an appointment and yeah. come back. Can I not yeah. take it today? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But hey, it, it all panned out. So nice. I think Manitoba's got one of the more uh, detailed guide tests there I is. Think so between right. Alberta and Manitoba, they're two of the hardest to get. Yeah, to oh, really? get a guide license in. I'm lucky that I spend like. Uh, when I'm bored, I, I read the hunting guide a lot, <laughs> yeah. so that, that definitely helps. How many copies mm-hmm. of the hunting guide do you have on you oh, at any given time? You don't want to know. I, 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 I don't even know anymore. <laughs> can, you, can you count there's that probably, There's probably three in the truck. There's probably <laughs> three or four in my room. I got at least, the you know, you open your phone screen, and there's one right there. Yeah. <laughs> uh, read material at work. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Just sitting on the can reading the, the Yeah. Oh, shit. Well, or, I mean, or sending me Snapchats on the shitter. Yeah, people like... <laughs> But honestly, though, people ask me questions like about can I do this, can I do that, all the time. Yeah. So it's, I'll just look it up and, you know, instead right, of being right. a, a, a dick or whatever, you mean, like, just look it up. Yeah. Just well, it. I'll just quickly find it and tell you. And yeah. Have a little side hustle or whatever. Yeah, pretty yeah. much for free. Is there, is there, are there a lot of guides in Manitoba or is there a shortage? Yeah. Or? No, no. No, there's no, plenty? There's, yeah. there's lots, yeah. Hmm. Yeah, I don't, uh. I've never had to need had to look for one, so I <laughs> right. even know. Well, there's nothing in Manitoba that would require you to have a guide if you want to hunt anything here. Oh, As really? a resident of Manitoba, oh. you're allowed to. So you're guiding on someone from out of province? I, well, yeah, I guess oh. so. Hopefully some rich American. <laughs> oh, you don't even know who it is? I don't know. Oh. I don't know. will find out when you get there. I don't, I don't expect to, you know, get much, like, cash-wise. Yeah. It'd just be a fun day. Good experience, yeah. yeah. Right. Uh, tips are big. Yeah, but I mean, you know, when when I went out last year, did you have the license too? Then I yeah, guess. Well, yeah. I was guiding in the Yukon. Yeah, is it similar to here? Then I guess? Uh, the test different. the test is about twenty minutes. Oh. <laughs> I took it at the airport. They just expect you to get lost in the bush. Yeah, well, just scribble your name yeah. on this paper here. Yeah, so that's pretty know. much what it is. <laughs> yeah, just it's a liability thing. Yeah. There you go. Yeah, we we did our part. We trained you. <laughs> go out yeah. there and don't die. Yeah. Um, but. Yeah, like I, I, I mean, I made good money while I was out there, but any guide relies on his tips. Yeah, right. I mean, absolutely, yeah. For the that's kind of expected, though. It's like an outdoors yeah. and waitress, it's like any kind of service industry. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it, like it really yeah. is. I mean, you're catering. Like I was up at four in the morning every morning to go get horses and saddle horses and oh, wow. feed them. So and, legit, legit, right? Oh yeah, wow. yeah, and then cook breakfast for everybody. You can't really get right. vehicles up there, anyways. Then I guess no. Uh, some guys have quads and stuff, but like we were. We're three and a half hours northwest of the nearest airport. So, and I mean, it's yeah. all mountainous train. So it would take you weeks to get a yeah. a four wheeler in there, and then you got to constantly bring fuel in and fly it in, right? And, right. and plus, like the damage it leaves behind, like, isn't, isn't that kind of the point? Like, exactly. Leave well, it better than you saw it, or whatever. It's funny that you say that. So up there, they all have concessions. So you're allot- allotted, let's say, 150 square miles. Okay. So that's your concession. You can hunt anything within that. Oh, and okay. with that concession, you get a certain X amount of caribou tags, X amount of bear, X amount of whatever. Yeah. Well, that's how it works pretty much everywhere for, for big game. Yeah. Um, for the most part. Well, depending if you're in a heavily populated area. Yeah. Sure. But so our concession that I guided out of was right next to Jim Shockey's, which if you guys know, yeah. he is the granddaddy of, <laughs> of any hunting video there is. <laughs> yeah. Right. He's... Familiar with the name, at least. He's revolutionized yeah. Yeah. <laughs> hunting that way. Yeah. If you cool. watch his videos in, up on his Rogue River uh, uh, concession, 
He drives those uh, Argos. Argos around yeah. everywhere. What's an Argo? It's an eight-wheel or six-wheel machine. Yeah, we got a bunch of them. Yeah. His land is so tore up from having those Argos out there because yeah. he's got four of them. Uh, so his guides come in two weeks before him. They prep everything. They're pushing bush. They're getting moose, calling moose in just so that they'll, you know, he has moose to, to film. Sure. Yeah. But there is trails everywhere. And, I mean, that's 30, 40 years before it's yeah. ever yeah. looking close to normal because... They don't have the activity up there, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. A moose will spend a day in two acres, yeah. and then he moves on to the next two, and and just keeps moving, right? Yeah. So, I mean, ideally, if you wanna, if you're on land conservation, horses are the best way to go. Yeah. And if you lose one, if one breaks down, I mean, <laughs> breaks down. <laughs> it's a technical term in the industry. Yeah. 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 If, if a horse breaks down, you're you're you one horse. Flat, you, just, you're, you got a bear bait for the next day. Right. Say, yeah. yeah. Well, really if desperate. You got if, lunch, you're, if you're a certain uh, background, that's a meal. That's yeah, a few that's, meals. That's dinner. Yeah. Well, that's survival. Good, po- good it, pony sandwiches. Yeah. Or, or certain IKEAs and making their meatballs out of horse for yeah. a while. Yeah. Really? It's a big controversy. A couple I years never ago. heard that. Yeah. Nobody knew about it, and then they they got in big shit because whatever. They're, I don't know. I don't see the difference really. I heard they were they used to raise horses for like Japanese folks or something, uh-huh. or kind of by Brandon area. No, it's such a weird ship out there. Yeah, it seems very strange. Japanese folks in Brandon were raising horses. No, 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 no. Like they were like I guess they eat them in Japan or something or some Oriental place, whatever. They they had meat horses out there. Wouldn't surprise me. I don't know. Yeah, Yeah, I I could see it. They eat everything. I'm sure they taste dogs and cats and all kinds (laughs) of whatever. Who knows what they mess around? Realistically, I mean, why why should you know it? It's it's a herbivore. I mean, they're they're just eating grass and grain or whatever I mean I'm sure it tastes fine I mean the issue is probably like more because like anthropomorphized or whatever you see it in cartoons all the time or, or yeah. just kind of like <laughs> that's a whole, a whole other problem yeah like especially with horses right because yeah. they're, they're almost pets that you ride yeah. right people <laughs> so, people get very attached to them yeah. right oh. like you look at a cow and you go yeah you're going to be a steak one day <laughs> but you don't look at a horse and go yeah you're going to be a steak one day like yeah. you just you don't correlate that right <laughs> yeah no I don't know but yeah, no, that's kind of interesting, riding horses around up, up in the Yukon. Uh, how long were you up there for? I was up there for just over two weeks. Oh, okay. And I got uh, I got sent home a little early. Oh. Yeah, that oh. was an interesting thing. That's, uh, that was frustrating. Yeah, if you guys want to hear the whole story. Sure, shoot. I mean, we got definitely, time. Uh, I got yeah, to everybody. Be. I live here. <laughs> definitely check out, check out the Flatlands Fee and Foul, because yeah. there is the full episode. Yeah, you definitely listen to it, but you can but, rehash um, it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so I had... Uh, I had went out there I, on Kijiji. I religiously go through the hunting section on Kijiji because you yeah. never know what you're going to find, whether it be land lease or hunting items, right? right? A good deal on a bow or arrows or whatever. Yeah, and they had posted an ad in, in Brandon looking for a guide and, or some guides and some wranglers. So I applied and didn't hear back for a couple weeks. So I'm figuring, ah, they probably, whatever. They're, I'm not not going to get it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they called me on a Friday night and they said, can you be up Monday? <laughs> had you done any guiding? I hadn't that? done any guiding. Uh-huh. I just basically, like, I had hunted caribou before yeah. up northern Manitoba, so I kind of was familiar with North the country? I, yeah, North country and the idea of what a guide In needs to do. Manitoba, North <laughs> yeah, that's, that's north that is. Yukon. <laughs> yeah. No, but our, like, our, the elevator, not the elevation, but if you were to trace a line from Mayo, Yukon to... Yeah. It wouldn't be that well, much We don't have those big old mountains. We don't have the mountains that they do. 
Which is a weird phenomenon. And yeah, also, them, them big old brown bears don't exactly roam <laughs> freely too often in Manitoba. No, we have a little more of the Ursus Arctos. Ursus Arctos Arctos. Yeah, up there. Polar I mean, bear. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so I had, I had applied. Wait, isn't in, that Greaveless? Uh, no, that's, that's, that's brown bear. That's brown bear. That's right. No, that's grizzly. Grizzlies. Greaveless? Yeah. That's grizzly. Okay. I don't speak Latin. Huh? It's all Greek to me, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> we had a we gotta we gotta inform the viewers. We can't be coming on here with bad right. facts. Right. We, we had a time where we were all about the, the trinomial nomenclature of animals. The nomenclature of I love animals. that word nomenclature. Yeah. Uh, we got such ten dollar cool words going yeah. on here, boys. I know where's my top hat and monocle. Yeah. Yeah. This is the type of highbrow uh, topics we're looking for here. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> Class it up. Yeah, yeah. No, but we uh, need that. <laughs> So yeah, I went out there and uh, it was, I was actually very turned off from it very quickly. Oh, really? um, just for the fact that you deal with a lot of sport hunters. Oh. Absolutely. So, they just want to shoot it and leave. They don't well, care. Take they, care the, they care for the trophy, but, you know, uh, the first my first night in camp, we had eight guys in camp. And they're talking about their sheep slam. So, the sheep hunters are notorious. They have, there's the... Grand Slam, no, now I'm going to blank, but there's a whole bunch of um, levels of levels of, right. of what what you want to get to. So, you know, your Grand Slam is taking one of every species, mm, gotcha. and then your World Slam is one of every species on in the world. So they'll go yeah. hunt Ibex, and, <laughs> and like, they'll go hunt Afghanistan. Right. Yeah. And quite these guys the, are... Quite the achievement. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It's, it's great. And, but... For a small town kid from Manitoba who grew up, I won't say hunting to survive, but, it's but subsistence hunting. It's yeah, like eat it. It. yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, you can't eat the antlers, yeah, and yeah, and that's sure. what these people yeah. care for. Like right. I, I watched a guy turn down a fifty-inch ram in hopes to shoot a fifty-three-inch. Right, right, and, and to tell his buddies. Yeah, yeah. To, mm-hmm. to hang it on a wall, and you know, while his wife's sitting at home with his kids, yeah. he's spending sixty grand on this hunt. <laughs> yeah, because he can't. Right, and yeah. And Are there any laws regarding like trophy stuff within Canada? It doesn't matter. You can kind of shoot it one place. You can take it anywhere else. It doesn't matter. Take whatever part you want. Leave whatever uh, you want. No, there uh, is. You would think the importing of like bringing the animal back would be a, like yeah. in Manitoba. There's wastage of game okay. where you're required to take at least a certain amount. To take of, that's to, all throughout Canada. Yeah, is it? Okay. Yeah. Well, that's good. Canada. I'm, that's I'm glad that's the yeah. case. So, yeah. like, they're not gonna. They might not take the meat home, but somebody else. As long as it's we'll being used it. by well, somebody like, else, then yeah. We, that's what we ate for meat in camp. Like, okay, yeah. um, One of the guys had shot a, shot a doll sheep. Um, a, it was a 48-inch ram. Ooh, a nice doll. Oh, it was beautiful. Nice, pure white. A full curl. Great-looking ram. Yeah. But, you know, so we, they, uh, they had dealt with him on the mountain and came home, and there's whatever, four game bags full of meat, so we grabbed the back straps. <laughs> <laughs> the loins, there 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 is, the loin. I'll wait for him to correct me. More nomenclature. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's just butcher talk. Yeah, I know. Um, so yeah, we grab the backstraps and, and grab whatever we can. And that was our fresh meat, right? right. I mean, our our supply drop was every week for groceries. So I mean, but that's all basic stuff. That's instant potatoes and oatmeal and a couple loaves of bread. Enough and to mustard. get you by. Yeah, you know, if if you have a rain day or a snow day in camp that you can feed everybody and. That's fair. And everybody can survive anyway. Mm-hmm. So, um, as as you know, for for wasting of game, um, there are certain um, races of people that do it more than others. 
that you'll notice in the bush. <laughs> but uh, there is there is actually a law that okay. requires yes. you to take as much meat as you can physically get off. Yeah. Uh, actually, we got a ticket for that when I was caribou hunting in, in uh, northern Manitoba for that. Um, we had the CEO standing right over us, and caribou are notorious for bloating. Uh, From the second they hit the ground, they're, yeah. they eat so much lichen in their stomach. Just blows up. <laughs> okay. So if you don't get them gutted out, like you actually don't gut out a caribou, you you quarter it, okay, take yeah. the back straps off, and that's usually like you're lucky if you can get tenderloins off that. Really? Off the because yeah. they just blow it up so bad. And if that stomach punctures, it is the most <laughs> foul-smelling thing you can imagine. I believe. Oh, that. it's right. just disgusting. Um, and we had the CEO standing over. So he goes, "No, I want you to get those tenderloins." So we had to break out the bone saw and cut four ribs out just so we could reach behind and. Rip off what we could, and huh. yeah, huh. yeah. So they like when a CEO is present, they'll. I mean, they will enforce that you take as much as you can. As they should. Uh, it's their job. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And I'm not against that. Like that, that should be kind of the point, right? It's, yeah. You might get a nice trophy, but you should also take as much of whatever. Right. If you're gonna do it, yeah. take as much as you can, right? Yeah. Or if you can't take it home, distribute it like Adam Green Tree and whatever else. Like yeah. you can't take it home with you, so find buddies that want it or. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. Donate to whoever you want, right? Yeah. Well, yeah. yeah. And <laughs> like you know, do you remember a few years back with that dentist that shot that lion? Yeah. That was a yeah. big thing. Right. Yeah, he shut down his practice. Yeah. So, I uh, I had this conversation with somebody at work just the other day. He couldn't believe that I was a hunter, and and we we got on the topic of this. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> what people don't realize is, so he paid sixty five thousand dollars to kill this lion. Yeah. This lion was a problem to the yep. community. It was killing. They're goats. Yeah. And probably people. And people. <laughs> yeah. So he paid $65,000. That money goes straight to the village. Yeah, the village right. gets that. That's how their economy and, runs. And all right. the meat. And they, their conservation. It yeah. needs it. Without yes. it, they're Other, Otherwise, yeah. they have to go and hire people to yeah. go and eliminate problem lions. And, and, and then poachers run rampant. <clears> exactly. Right. There's, no, there's no vigilance. There's no, there's there's no without, the, without the cash that the hunter is spending. Yeah. They can't enforce poaching laws. And, I, mean, and poaching I mean, on the flip side, it is a bit, I don't know, icky, right? Like, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, for sure. you to fly all the way there just to be this douchey rich guy, you know, shows up here, boom, ha, 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 right? Yeah. Oh, this is well, my people look at, Yeah, it's blood money for, for people, yeah. right? Yeah, That's which what is think. what it is, but yeah. if you can help people with it, it's <clears throat> yeah. kind of worth it. I don't know. I, right. I think it's fine. If but it's the wrap, right? Yeah. It's yeah. the wrap that, yeah. that the hunting community gets because of, you know, sure, he flaunted a picture. And I mean... If I had sixty grand to drop on a hunt, I, I'd it's even worse. Right. When it's Absolutely. a pretty girl that does yeah. it. Yeah. What's that? I said it's even worse when it's a pretty girl that does it. Yeah. <laughs> Just for those insta likes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I guess I think part, part of the yeah. part, probably part of the stigma against or like the rap that you get is because people think that maybe you don't eat lion, but yeah, the villagers the vill- right. like the people out there are gonna rep, like they're yeah. gonna love it. Yeah. Like yeah, because if you can separate like. They're kind of separate issues, right? But they work together, so they're kind of both. You might not like one side, but if it benefits the other people, like have at it. Right. right? Yeah. It's one thing if you're like you're talking about benefiting people that have nothing compared to we do, nothing. right? Yeah. Like if they get that meal to them, that's like a yeah. once in a lifetime meal. Yeah. You shoot like right? an old yeah. elephant or something that you know is killing young or whatever, you know, yeah. running rampant, whatever, and you shoot that. Now you feed that village for six months. I don't know. Is that not yeah. worth it? Yeah, yeah. absolutely. As long as you're selecting, like, you don't have guys paying. 100 grand to come out and just shoot whatever they right. want, then yeah, that's yeah. a bit, you know. Which, I mean, sadly, that happens. happens. Yeah, that, for sure. that is a big yeah. industry out there. Like, yeah. guys, I know a couple people from out my neck of the woods that paid well over 100000 to go on a safari hunt, and that's 
10 animals. Oh, wow. Of any, whatever you want. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's, you get a tag for a lion and a zebra sure. and But you don't have to select a, like a certain... No, no, like it's yeah, the first yeah. one you see, you can shoot if you want, right? So right. there's no... Yeah. You're not eliminating a problem. You're actually creating one now. Sure. Because yeah. now you're messing with the... With, with the pecking order in, in a mm-hmm. very tight-knit ecosystem. Though, I mean, on the same on the same token, could it not be that it's sort of the same as getting a deer tag here? If we have lots of deer pegging off one, is that such a big deal? I don't know. You know? Yeah. I, I mean, I, mean I, could, I could, yeah. you know, you can play devil's advocate and, yeah. and, and go right. either way with it, right? Yeah, absolutely. Um, I, I don't think there's a right answer. No, there isn't. Right. It's, it's, you can argue both sides. Yeah, both exactly. Right, right? Now you're going into a, a <laughs> yeah. morality yeah, thing yeah, exactly of, right. of what's morally right, and everybody's Ethics got their own yeah, exactly, right. their own, own moral compass, compass yeah. to to follow. And speaking of that, I have heard uh, maybe you guys and other people mentioning that the whole like leaning your rifle on the animal. Why that? Why is that such a big deal? Why is that bad? It's sort of like it's, disrespectful it's to the of, animal you took. It, or what? it depends how you look at it, but the. The negative view is that it's disrespectful to the, to oh, the animal. Okay. Yeah. Right. And is I, 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 I have done it in the yeah. past, and I after I kind of so heard somebody talk about it. Actually, I heard Jim Shockey. I saw uh, a post of his, and he yeah. explained his reasons, which I don't remember right now. But I was like, okay. Maybe well, it was him that mentioned it on Rogan that I heard that maybe yes, the first time. Probably. I think so. Yeah. I think I heard that on there. And after that, then I, I stopped doing that. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, I've, obviously, I've never shot an animal, so I don't know. Yeah. That. Other than birds with a pellet gun, that's about as much as I've done. Tough to lean the rifle yeah. on. Yeah. <laughs> what did Stack you shoot? Up. Yeah. And there's no social media in 1997. <laughs> the only rule is you can't shoot robins. That's what my yeah. friend said. You can shoot anything else, just don't shoot robins. Yeah. Like, but birds. it's so easy. They're yeah, right there. Yeah. There's yeah. 20 of that's them That's why here. you can't <laughs> shoot them. <laughs> yeah, no, that's interesting. Um, so then you had to leave that hunt early? Yeah, uh, they had... so. As I was preparing to go, like the day before I left, um, they had a guy blow his knee out climbing the mountain. So mm-hmm. he got medevaced out. Did you guys have uh, elevation issues at all? Like, you know, oxygen or whatever else or no? Um, I noticed it the first two days I was out there. Yeah. Um, that I, like, I, I was walking. Yeah. I was like, man, like, I, okay. I've smoked for, <laughs> you know. Too right. long. Seven, eight years already. Yeah, I but feel you, buddy. I, feel I, <laughs> I know that I should be able to push my body a little farther. Yeah. I, you know, I right. this is the conversation me and Dwayne had uh, right when I got back and we were hunting the white shell. Yeah. That I, You're stubborn. I'm stubborn. I don't have a yeah. bone to quit in me. Yeah. yeah. So I can be gassed and I'll still sure. work my way up up side of the mountain. But I was sitting there like, yeah. <laughs> suck in wind. Yeah. And uh, so yeah, I noticed it, but it's amazing how fast your body adapts to that like within two three days i was back to workload carrying trees and walking four miles to get horses in water and and i guess it's not so steep like you know climbing everest or some shit or whatever it's like it's steep but it's oh, not yeah. like yeah you're going not, right yeah, not a sheer camp or whatever yeah. no there was there's a couple sheer faces that we tried to climb but nothing nothing crazy that, that, how that dude broke his ankle mm-hmm. <laughs> climbing his yeah side. he was actually yeah he was coming up so they would uh they were chasing a ram up the side of a mountain and uh there was an eight foot drop just a sheer face drop and he rolled his ankle on the rock Mm. and then he tumbled down and landed on his knee and blew out his knee so he actually got medevaced from the mountain like he never made it back to base camp no kidding my knee hurts driving my car let alone (laughs) yeah (laughs) Yeah. that's bad yeah so yes they uh they called me and they're like can you get out here tomorrow and i'm like well yeah i'm out there tomorrow anyway sure 
Um, like out to where he out, hurt himself? Or? Yeah, out okay. to the Yukon. Yeah, so I left. Oh, like that's right. I left on a the opening day, opening day bowl season last year. August? Yeah. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, I left opening day, and August twenty uh, seventh. Actually, no, I left on the twenty eighth. I left the day after because I hunted opening day. What a bad opening day. Yeah, that was bad. <laughs> the PTSD on your face right now. <laughs> it's, it's, it's funny because you start recounting the years like that. Like, you you know, you go to certain hunting years, like, man, that was a good year. That but was a bad year. <laughs> like, last year for us. That was I a mean, bad year. Fright. That was, I don't know. Oh, good night. <laughs> I don't know what we did so wrong to piss somebody off. But, <laughs> but we sure did nothing. it. Right. Was that Went kind of a consensus you were feeling amongst like, your hunting buddies and stuff? Was everybody pretty slow or did you guys get unlucky? It seemed hit like. Miss. <laughs> yeah. 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 Some guys were just hitting out of the park and then there was some guys that were just. Some guys same were, as us, just tough. Shooting yeah. monsters almost in our backyard. <laughs> yeah. Like, <laughs> yep. Like, yeah. How? We are, we're not even seeing does move at this point. Like, come on. I don't even know how many days I was hunting last year, but it was just the the toughest year in a long time for me, at least. Huh. Right. As far as whitetails go. But. Yeah. I saw like 20 deer on my way home from the That's going to be noisy, probably. <laughs> Six uh, in a row, ready to tow. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I, I was on my way back from near like Cary, Manitoba, yeah. um, visiting a buddy, and driving back, it was like, dusk it was like nine o'clock or something and i was doing you know i was doing like 85 90 i was like there's gonna be a lot of deer here yeah. i probably saw 20 deer on the way home yeah. right. like three or four or five right in the middle of the road you kind of slow down they jump out of the way and you kind of see their eyes they i'm like oh it's wow. like anything though it's like when you want to find it yeah you're not gonna find it yeah exactly and then it's right. like oh one day you're not looking oh shit there's 40 over there <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah like anything yeah yeah well pretty much any given day when i leave my bear bait at about 9 30 the whole way home is there like the first 10 minutes it's like there's deer everywhere <laughs> yeah like, where are you guys during fall yeah. like it's too like, smart come on <laughs> like august 26th last year i saw Gone. 30 deer yeah. august <laughs> 27th they don't exist right they've been wiped off the face of the earth <laughs> yeah it's wild what is the population like are we you know pretty good or uh, it's it's on the upswing yeah so there were a couple of lean years there weren't yes. there where they only had but, one tag yeah, yeah. well the government thought they were lean years. Yeah. Um, it depends where you are, though. Absolutely, absolutely. But numbers-wise, I was actually talking to a guy that used to uh, used to be the head of the Manitoba Wildlife Federation, and he said the numbers haven't been this high in probably ten years. Huh. Okay. So they're really good. But what government Manitoba is trying to do is prevent what happened ten years ago with a bunch of overkilling because it yeah, was it went too uh, far. You could you could get three tags. Yeah. You can get a bow. You can get a muzzleloader. You can get a rifle. Sure. So, and now what is it? One tag for all seasons or something? Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. a general, general yeah. tag, which is good both through <clears throat> rifle, sure, huh. and all over the province. Oh, it's okay. no longer GHA, our general hunting area that was specific. Cause you're like when I first started hunting, you got a tag for your GHA. Yeah. Uh, so you yeah. couldn't if you wanted to go. So. If you the, want, the boundary line is the 59 okay. between our GHA and the next one over. Between 35A and 30. 35. It's 35. No, it's 35A. <laughs> Ours is 35A. It's just so reminiscent yeah. of your yeah. guys' podcast. Isn't, <laughs> isn't the 59, that, that starts the Red River one. That's oh, okay. 33. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no right. 38's Winnipeg, so it's 33A. You're right, you're right. We'll have to argue about windchill after. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, no. 
that was I think that was our last podcast, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah, we got a little heated. Heated. I, I, needed, I needed a break. I need. I was. I needed mad. a break. Not gonna lie, that was yeah, a bad day. I was killing myself laughing in my work truck listening to it. And I was like, oh yeah, they're going at it. That's great. Oh, it was bound to happen. It was bound to happen. Uh, that's Somebody's got to egg him on every now and again. He doesn't <laughs> have enough people to annoy him. It's non-stop at work all day. That's why but, uh, so short now. Yeah, so it used to be if you wanted to hunt the Red River GHA or our GHA, you actually had to buy two tags, and that's just the simplest crossing over the 59. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. So now it's a general tag for the province and huh. good through all seasons. That's fair. Yeah. That makes sense. Anyways, and there's, there's certain areas where you can buy second and third tags as well. Yeah, right. Like last year we hunted a, bu- a little bit in the white shell, which is another, it's a different GHA, it's 36, 26. Doesn't think, matter, doesn't matter. <laughs> doesn't matter. It's something with the Anyways. Just making up numbers. Yeah. <laughs> so you can, buy, you can buy a second tag there. So we, we were trying to fill our second tags there. And, well, it was a bad year. Oh. <laughs> Just because, well, I guess you got the extra tag because population was high enough to support it. Yeah, right? and they're... They're trying to do some conservation work out there, I believe, to to bring the deer population down so they can reintroduce moose. Was moose it? and woodland caribou. Oh, yes. really? Okay. We used to have a really healthy woodland caribou herd in yeah. Manitoba, and this oh. I'm going back a hundred years. Oh, yeah. And and, um, and now it's only like that only comes down into Nopaming now, that woodland caribou. Bare and oh. barely. Barely, yeah. Barely. So they want to. The thing with moose and white-tailed deer is they don't coexist peacefully. Oh, yeah. Yeah. They don't like each other. The deer outrun right. the moose. Because and it's it's you know uh I guess whitetails they can live as a greater number much easier than one or two moose and then so you have like seven deer versus one moose. Well, you know, one deer doesn't eat nearly what a moose eats. It's true, yeah. But right. a Even few, seven deer a few of them seven going all day a, kind a of thing. A few deer will you know, they're gonna out eat a moose and then, you know, that's part of the Non coexisting. Do they actually do they actually like fight or do, moose try to attack them and they I bolt? Would, or would, I don't, a, would a deer ever attack a moose if it got mad enough? Uh, <laughs> I, so. I wouldn't think so. I mean, I'm sure they you know they make noises at each other, yeah. but I mean another part of it is too. Fourteen deer can pack onto an acre. Oh yeah, they'll they'll all yeah. live in an acre. You get enough does and fawns, they'll all live on that acre and feed on two acres. Yeah. Right. That's where one moose needs one acre. <laughs> That's crazy. So now you have That's your being, own. Like that's that's, that's being, the low end. Yeah, exactly. Super low end. Yeah. Jeez. So that's you crazy. can you can run a full quote herd of deer on <clears throat> a quarter section easily, easily. So like uh-huh. ten, twenty deer can be can live on like one farm, kind of oh. thing. Well, a, a buck during the rut, he won't see anything other than an acre. He well, uh, his, his home range. Sorry, his, his home range un- is about an acre. Right. So until like, later on, when until, he may, maybe he's going to follow his nose and pick up a yeah, yeah. female scent. Yeah, but yeah. the early early part of the <laughs> ride. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Sees the bar at three a.m. He's like, I gotta go to that one. <laughs> <laughs> What's up, and ladies? <laughs> and then you drive around, and then you know you're heading to your hunting spot, and you see this buck that's running through a field with his head down, <laughs> nose down, across yeah. the road. You're like two feet away from slamming on the brakes, head down. Just yeah, he doesn't, doesn't matter. Yeah. Doesn't nothing matter. nothing matters. Not to interrupt, but that reminds me. Yesterday when I was running, yesterday night, I was right by the SRSS coming down Mackenzie um, West. 
And then right at the intersection, um, <laughs> this guy, I don't know why, there was no traffic, but he was wearing like a leather jacket, his fro was about this big, <laughs> Come just on. this random guy with a backpack. All of a sudden he starts at one end kind of walking, and then he just sprints across the intersection and just keeps jogging down the sidewalk. Like Man. like a full, like a short little strided sprint. Huh. Like, maybe you he caught, wasn't a, maybe you caught a, a time traveler, right? <laughs> hey. Big ass fro leather jacket. <laughs> yeah. He's like, shit, I got spotted. I gotta get out of here. <laughs> and he didn't even look around. This isn't the yeah. 70s. Yeah. Yeah. He didn't look at me. He didn't ignore me. Where's the me. disco? Yeah. <laughs> it, it freaked me out. I just kind of looked at him okay. as I jogged past. And I'm like, all right, well, I'm just going to keep going. But anyways, it reminded me of a year. Pick up my pace here. <laughs> yeah, I'm out of here. Yeah. <laughs> Don't come near my house. Just um, have him yeah. on. Yeah. yeah, there we go. Get, we need yeah. some, now we need Chase some answers. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, what are you doing there? <laughs> <laughs> some answers. Can I interview you? Yeah, run to my house. <laughs> uh, oh, anyways, continue on your guide story. Oh, <laughs> yeah. rabbit trails. Yeah, no, it's fine. Um, yeah, so they had called another guide to come out um, and fill my place for three days till I could get out there. Okay. Um, and that guy Colby, he uh, he runs a guide business out of Alberta. Uh, he's actually pretty well known for his black bear hunting. He's he does really well. And he shot some really cool bears. Okay. Um, now, this is where the story gets a little interesting. <laughs> so, the person that I was in contact with while I was applying for this, her name was Jessie, and it was the owner's Jessie. owner's daughter. Yeah. Farmer's so, daughter. So yeah. yeah. <laughs> the girl next door talking about Speaking hey, of gang, gang. Yeah. <laughs> Talking about a leather jacket there. Yeah, no. So she, uh, her and Colby end up falling madly in love. And uh, they basically told me, we can keep you on, we can keep you out here, but we can't guarantee you're going to get paid. Oh. Because you're not going on hunts, you don't get tips. Oh, uh, okay. So I was like, well. So there's no, like, base salary or nothing? Well, there, there is. There's a base salary for out there, but it's, I mean, it's not, I, I could have made the same amount of money working here. Sure, right? yeah. Um, I was going out there for the tips to, yeah. to make good money. And, and. So was Colby by the sounds of it. Yeah. <laughs> Colby was giving tips. Yeah, or Jesse was going there for the tips. Yeah, anyways. <laughs> Again, farmer's daughter. Yeah. yeah. But, uh, yeah, so they those two end up getting all snuggled up in camp. And, um, yeah, I, I just, at that point, I was pretty done with the sport hunting and um, just ready to... I just come home and get my own hunting season started, and yeah, and we had episodes yeah. to record. We, yeah, I had to there get back go. to the podcast. Yeah, that's priority one. Yeah, yeah but uh, it, you know what? Overall, I mean, I met some really great people. Um, my last clients from Mexico were were uh, dream people. I mean, the nicest people you ever met. That's cool. uh, crazy alcoholic, <laughs> but right. you know, great people. They they brought up. Eight bottles of tequila. Oh, jeez. All, all of them were worth more than $300. For how long were they up there? That's $300 Ten days. too much for tequila. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's what I said, too. Yep. I could drink horse piss if I wanted to. <laughs> I'll lick my own foot before I choose to drink tequila. That's yeah. How it but, uh, you know, great people. And, and um, I, I've said it before, but I'll never look back on, on going. I mean, I'd love yeah. to guide again. I wouldn't go to the Yukon. I'd like to stick in Manitoba. Just yeah. just, there's lots of opportunities. There is, and or even Saskatchewan. Yeah, like I enjoy. Ontario. Yeah. I enjoy caribou hunting. That's something that I've, you know, I did when I was young, and I have a passport. I've been telling Dwayne for yeah. years. I got to get him up there. <laughs> yeah. Um, but so I, I mean, maybe the opportunity comes up there eventually to go get back into it. But at the same time, I wouldn't be, you know, heartbroken if 
if I don't. That's fair. Right. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, it, it was a cool life experience, and not many people can say. I mean, I was there for 16 days, and 14 of those 16 days, I was by myself. I never saw another human. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. So like, I was in camp, and like, uh, it, it was. That's cool. Not many people can say you can survive well, in cool the Yukon experience. Yeah. By yourself and. You should audition yeah. for a loan. I do. Yeah. yeah. They're doing it up in the Arctic this year. Are they? Yeah. Okay. I just have posts about it. They're doing right it. up my alley. I don't know exactly where, but they're going up into the Arctic. That'd be kind of interesting to see if they'll freeze to death. Yeah. Like right. TV show? Yeah. Yeah. So basically they send 10 people, all with at least basic survival experience, some with more, um, some with less, but they send them up there and you have to stay alone in the wilderness. I think you get 10 items you can bring with it you. It might be 20, actually. Is, is it, it 20 now? Whatever. Used to, whatever it is. All you need so, is a hatchet. Come on. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So you bring Get 20 items. <laughs> I've read all the Gary Paulson books, okay? <laughs> <laughs> uh, but basically, yeah, you do that, um, and they ship you up, and they, they put everybody about, I don't know, 10 miles apart or so, something yeah. like that. Maybe, yeah. If not even much. longer than that. Um, and basically, you're just you're there, and you just got to survive the longest so it runs as long as there's people out there, um, and you have no the, idea how the many show people keeps are filming. Left. You don't know if they've gone. You you just you're just waiting to hear oh, that you've either won or you tap out is their yeah. term, right? Oh, the like the longest I've seen was <laughs> 62 days. No, they went. Uh, was there a longer one now? Something ninety something now. Yeah, most people, most people you would think would succumb to like you know the starvation or they yeah. just but a lot of them just mentally break yeah because it's like i've been away from my family for 60 days yeah i can't take and they it win anymore. 500 grand if, if you were the last one or whatever right it's half a million dollars if, yeah. You, yeah. if you're the last so, yeah, one so some, it's worth the money for sure yeah well there was there was a guy he was he ended up being i think sec took second place or third place because he he had so he had enough fish smoked um for like 20 days worth of meals if yes he could ration it he would have been totally fine but he was so starved by that point that his brain was convinced that, no, 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 don't eat them. Don't he said, I have to save them yeah. because yeah. I'm going to get hungry and then i got to eat exactly. them. Exactly. So yeah. it's like he was basically, his brain was fooling himself right. into starving, even though he had the food. He had so like a came, fridge full of fish because yeah. he built himself a little refrigeration whatever, spot yeah. underground, yeah. right? And he yeah. covered them and everything. So cool. But yeah, just, so yeah, he came and did a medical test and they're just like, yeah, like your organs are going to start shutting yeah. down pretty soon, so we got to pull you out. Right. Of One girl from Alaska got far last year she and she, second, yeah. because she, her body fat dropped too low, yeah. they, they, thing, they kicked yeah. her off, yeah. Yeah, a chubby ginger that one actually <laughs> yeah he was pretty big when he started he was used skin and bones by the end of it yeah. but you literally need to start eating beaver tails then <laughs> yeah, I, guess. I don't know if yeah, they had because last year was uh, Vancouver Island I think the first year is Vancouver Island the Patagonia second was year one. was Patagonia I think and there was one was there one in a rainforest I don't remember I don't remember they had like a two, yeah, like a two person one place I wouldn't go yeah screw the rainforest there are too many things I can kill yeah everything like the locals, for one. Yeah, the, locals. Yeah. the spiders and snakes? Mosquitoes the size no. of your head and malaria and whatever. I mean, not malaria, but, you know, like yeah. those types right. of, like, tropical You see diseases. naked and afraid, and they're there, and they're just covered in bumps uh, from head to toe from all the bug bites. Oh, that's... No thanks. No. Imagine all the bites they have that's in, like, the shaded out areas. Right. right. <laughs> a couple of mosquito bites right in your dink. Yeah. And then it's not fun. A couple? Yeah. Just a couple? Yeah, man. Depends on how big your dink is, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> it's bigger what than before. So <laughs> oh, well, three mosquito bites. <laughs> no, you know that's that's one thing I realized definitely in, in the Yukon is survival is ninety eight percent mental. If you can right. keep your mind sharp and and as simple as giving yourself a task every day or every hour, right? Right. You know whether it's okay. I have to get wood now. Yeah. So 
get up and get wood. Yeah. I have to get water, make time, go get water. I have to get food now, so I need two hours to get food or shelter, whatever it is, right? Yeah. Simple tasks that you, you know, at home wouldn't mean anything. Right. Going to the grocery store and <laughs> getting fuel and what, yeah. like, yeah. absolutely meaningless right. tasks become so crucial up there. Right. Take it for granted. Yeah. Hard. Yeah. Like, right. you know, talking out loud to yourself, vocalizing. Yeah. Just to reinforce that you're, I mean, you're alone. But if you can communicate to yourself, at right. least you're you're talking, right? Yeah. yeah. Even if no one hears you. Well, the one guy went a long time because he he did that, right? He's like, I have to stay active. So he built like a steam shack, so yeah. you could like, get like a little hot rock teepee or whatever. So yeah. you'd go in there and eat steam and whatever, mm-hmm. and, and <laughs> yeah, come out. Right. And he built like he built little banjos for himself and yeah. guitars and. He just got, and I think he quit because he just got bored. Yeah, I think so. Too. He's like, yeah, I just like, there's nothing left for me to do here. Yeah, he I can keep three going. different shelters. Right? Yeah, like, I, I can go keep forever, going, but like, there's I'm nothing. Bored now. Yeah. Yeah. Right. which I can understand, I guess. Yeah, yeah the boredom. I mean, it's half a million dollars, yeah. but that's my favorite part of that show. Is just watching people like when they're making little uh, traps and you know snares and whatever else, and then building their shelter. Some this couple they made like a log cabin, and it looked like a legit little cabin. It was just, Dope. I don't know. Right. Yeah, one season was there was two people yeah, per, was, I didn't like that season per team. Yeah, one guy started 5K out and had to make his way to his partner who had a base camp. And the partner was supposed to have the camp ready by the time the guy got right. there. Right. 5K out, that's about it 20 minutes. No, but you should have seen how dense this place was. <laughs> right, you're talking like... It might, I think it was I'm sure they don't have a, a GPS location of yeah. it either, right? Yeah, you got to find your way yeah. there. They know yeah. you're like roughly, I think, in this direction, so they have a compass. Yeah. And then they kind of go, and they're like randomly calling out to each other or whatever yeah. else, and once they think they're close or whatever. I'm red. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Just the joy on their faces, though, right, when they finally hear that yeah. second voice come through. And they're like, oh, oh shit, yeah. now we got to feed both of them. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Who's go back! Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Clubs over the head with a rock. They're like, I win. Right. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But uh, It's a cool concept for a show, though. I actually quite like it. And yeah, they film it all themselves, so they have their own like GoPros and whatever else. So there's no yeah, camera. Right, you do like your that, own filming, yeah. your own yeah. everything. They got like bear grills, yeah, full yeah. camera crew. Yeah, yeah. Drink yeah. Your own eating, eating supper right <laughs> beside a highway, and his little sheer cliff is over there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Survivor Make it look man, good. Yeah. I never, I've never actually watched Survivor Man's that. awesome. That I was love awesome. Survivor Man. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I have the Les Stroud knife because I was like, really? I love Les Stroud, so I gotta go buy one. That guy's legit though. Yeah. Oh yeah. With his yeah. survival stuff, yeah. Like he's yeah, he films it all himself over it be, a week or whatever he's there yeah. for. Well, even when you're saying, uh, was it Jim Shockey show and stuff when they're because you got I guess you got to stage it for TV and whatever, right? So it makes you have animals to get and whatever yeah. else. Well, to a degree, stage TV like some of his hunts have. Do they actually go without shooting anything? Yeah. Or, yeah. Okay. Well, that's fine then. Yeah. He, like he'll he'll bust on a hunt, but, but I mean he he employs. 30 people on his Rogue River. Yeah. And I mean, that's everything from camera equipment to field dressing animals to uh, like when, when he's out there, it's and filming. Yeah. There's not a whole lot that he does other than pull the trigger. Now, that uh, being said, Jim's very quick to tell people that I do a lot of my own hunts that you guys will never see. Ah, uh, that's right. Yeah. Not for Instagram, not for show, right? Yeah. That guy goes all over the world though. Sometimes. Yeah. Sometimes he like he uh, a while back he was hunting I think in Afghanistan all of a sudden okay. yeah. all of a sudden you know I out of the blue all, all of a sudden <laughs> like he posted he had to get out of there and because like if he didn't get out of there in like that at that exact moment like there was he bad people leave, coming yeah. right because yeah. white man hunting and you know or just a white man with a gun like, hey, yeah, yeah. exactly yeah. yeah how do you I'm here hunting. Really? Yeah. yeah. We're out here hunting. What are you doing? <laughs> yeah. yeah, hunting us. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. As far as bear goes, how does that work for um, 
Like, is there a size or an age kind of limit, or, or what? How does that work for what you're actually uh, looking for? For what you're looking for, well, I mean, obviously, maybe I shouldn't say obviously. You're always. <laughs> it's not obvious, Taz. <laughs> You, you want to shoot the biggest, oldest male you can. Sure. But if you didn't do that, would you get in trouble? No. Oh, okay. It's illegal to shoot a sow, so a female that has cubs. Okay. Because so, if you if you shoot the mom, then the, the cubs will die. Yeah. Essentially. Because right. they, whatever, they, until they're weaned off and, and kicked out, then, then they're dependent on their mother. Yeah. Not that they're feeding necessarily from their mother, but... Just protection, yeah, learning protection. life skills, and yes, protection. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, um, if you if you're if you can, I don't know, quote prove that it's not a female with cubs, mm -hmm. and it looks good to you, then you can you can take it, uh, right? Essentially. Okay. But, but that that like that's like an ethics thing again, right? Like you should be going out for yeah, the biggest should, oldest kind of the honor, for, the for an old male, right? Yeah. And you know, one that's past its genes because. With bears, I mean, I'm I'm sure you've heard Rogan talk about yeah. it, but um, if they if a male wants to bring a female back, and he he will go and kill her cubs, right, and cannibalize them or whatever. Mm -hmm. If 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 a male wants to eat, then he'll go and eat. Right? Yeah. <laughs> but and, who's gonna stop him? And he doesn't just think you know he's an animal, but he 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 thinks with both heads. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it, like so yeah, literally bears will go and kill their kill a kill cubs and, and in order to bring females back into heat. And, right. It's so savage. Yeah. I get it because, yeah. you know, it makes sense to them, right? But yeah. it's rough. So, <laughs> yeah. yeah, you want to go for the, the biggest, baddest, oldest you can find. Right. And, and then on the last day, if you see just anything, just take it. <laughs> it's, good it. it's good meat. Yeah. That's what I've heard. I've, I've heard it's quite good, yeah. yeah. I've never tried There's it. a bad rap to it, like lion, but... Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I've often said, like, Cat. My wife doesn't like hearing that, but I always tell her, I was just like, I need a cat, I need a dog, whatever. Just don't like serve it to me like that. But yeah, like, right. You cook it in a stew. I'll give it a try. Why not? Sure. Who cares? Yeah. yeah. Give it, give I it a shot. I see that. Yeah. Well, I mean, just about anything. Like, you know, I've listened to a lot of like Meat Eater and watched yeah. a lot of the show, and and that that those guys they eat pretty much everything. Yeah. And they eat if, cougar. Yeah. Cougars supposedly taste really good. Yeah, really? I guess it was yeah. prepared properly. Yeah. It's like, yeah. It's like a tougher much, chicken. I was going to say, I feel like huh. it's tough because yeah. it's so lean. But and any, really, any, pretty much any meat, maybe aside from like coyote or something. Well, they tried coyote. I know, and they didn't like it. Didn't like it. <laughs> <laughs> Just rummaging through a garbage dump. Or pretty much, yeah. yeah. But, you know, if you can spend some time to prepare it and handle it properly. Yeah. Right. And not, you know, don't let it spoil whatever and, and take take your time and be careful, like. You can pretty much make anything taste it's true. pretty good. Right. Well, you're a big cooker now, aren't you? Yeah. Big so, chef. Well, I try to be. Yeah. Well, I'm there yet, but I try to be. No longer Bushmaster, you're Smokemaster. Smoke there you go. Master. Chef yeah. Master. <laughs> Still Firemaster. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That was... He became Firemaster after uh, a bad day hunting in the White was, Shell. That was the... Probably the highlight of that day. That <laughs> one of the, like top that two and half of, yeah, half a thing of honey. Yeah. <laughs> half a thing of honey. Yeah. Oh man, that it was Lots September sixteenth, uh, fifteenth. We were in the white shell. A long day, we were probably twelve miles in by then. Uh we're more than that. A lot of miles <laughs> in by then. You know, shield country. Twenty seven Ks is what we and did that day. 
we had we had parked ourselves by this water hole. We thought like there was deer tracks everywhere. We thought that there's gonna be just deer coming in hot right. any second. And it's it's been raining for most of the day, and uh, all of a sudden it starts to snow. And it's two weeks into September. Yeah. <laughs> it's been a long day. And it's, are you kidding me? Right. And then you know, lucky enough, find some birch bark and start these little birch bark fires and just trying to warm up and everything. You know, yeah. hands are cold and just miserable. And that was the little glimpse of hope we had that day. Right. Yeah, that was. We had squishy feet over here. Oh, my boots got soaked and soaked. <laughs> You could hear There's nothing walk. worse than a wet boot. No, like, wet, any kind of wet footwear. Yeah, it's just terrible. When your feet are wet, you are a miserable person. I, right. I've, you know, I remember we talked about this when we were planning this white shell yeah. trip, and I had said one of the most important things you can invest in is your feet, because right. you know what, if, mm-hmm. if your hands, hands another bad one, but you know if your if your body's cold, you can move, right? you can build a fire, yeah. you can kind of you can get away with it, right? Your legs are cold, you can. You can rub them together, you can rub your knees, you can yeah. get away with it. But when your hands and your head and your feet are cold, fright. That yeah. is a, that makes for a miserable time. Right. right. And, and you can't shake it. Like once your toes are cold and wet, yeah. they're cold it's game and wet. Over. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Unless you got another pair of shoes you can or boots you can wear. <laughs> yeah. That's just extra weight to carry around. Well, <laughs> and that's the other that's exactly it, right? How much weight do you want on your back? Like we packed fairly light for that day. Yeah. Um, just because we I think we both had an expectation that Twenty we're, minutes we're, into our hunt, we were we were carrying animals out. Right. We thought this is going to be the quickest hunt we ever had. <laughs> that was our bad. <laughs> that there's rule number one for hunting: and going right. expecting far less than and what's going to. We happen. saw one deer and uh, a whole yeah. bunch of wolf shit. A lot of wolf shit. <laughs> but you know, like, yeah, we saw one deer. We came up over a ridge, and all I saw was a white tail go up and yeah. bounding into the bush. And then right then and there, I should have put two and two together. But no, we we had this idea that we were going to find them in the valleys. Yeah, yeah. That they we were going to be able to. Well, you had the idea that I figured we would be able to glass them a little bit. Yeah, but you know, it was too tough. Have these these glass and as Ronello would call them, glass and tits. You know, where we could get up on a hill and look over a valley for. You know, I never miles, hundreds of yards. <laughs> okay, longest one we had was what, four hundred yards, five hundred yards. If that, if that. So it's like, well, it was a little tighter than away. <laughs> it was a little tighter than what I thought it was. Yeah, gonna be. right. Um, now again, a little disclaimer: we did zero preseason prep for the. We did I, half an hour of sat. Oh uh, yeah, exactly. Right as after we shot a podcast. Yeah. yeah. Um, and it was basically like, when are we going home, this weekend or next weekend? When you like, got yeah. home from the Yukon, you stopped by. We talked. We had a beer and talked, yeah. We pulled out some sat maps, I think. No, not that night. Oh, no, we didn't. That we, was we just talked. next. That's right. Okay. That was, yeah. yeah, it was on like the Thursday after or whatever it was. But, uh, yeah, I, I had the idea that we'd be able to sit back on a on a ridge and just kind of just wait. <laughs> yeah. Right? Let's let's let the deer come to us. But you might you not could've. have seen anything, right? Well, yeah. we tried that for about 25 minutes. We're like, hey, this is. This is garbage. Yeah, like, yeah. I, we got to move. We've got to keep moving. Yeah. And uh, we had talked about it. We figured, yeah, let's get to the high points and we'll sit there for 10 minutes. And in, then, in hindsight, do you think it would have benefited you to have stayed on the hill? Or would no, moving actually? No, yeah, no, well. We were, so I mean, who knows, I guess, right? I, I, I think I think yes. Yeah. Um, based on. It was just now, squishy past, shoes that were scaring everything away. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They weren't squishy. Then, yeah. At that point, yeah. At that point, they weren't squishy. It was the way back. Yeah. Um, but. Yeah, about two o'clock. Then they got. Yeah, they were pretty wet. 
But uh, that was it was an interesting day because so we had talked about making it to a lake. Yeah. That was um, the way the crow flies is about nine miles mm-hmm. from where we parked. Now we had to take a big jaunt around to get to that lake and um we had found that watering hole yeah and loved it we're like yeah we're gonna come back to this let's let's go a little ways up the trail and see what we can see yeah and we had kind of like just put the gps away and be like okay let's just we had we had a nice trail to follow and we had some vehicles to that dodge. trail <laughs> That's killed us. <laughs> but we're like let's just go up the trail and see what we can see because you know sometimes deer like to walk trails they cross trails you know maybe we'll find some some sign or whatever and we'll just go and we kept motoring, and all of a sudden, it's like, through the trees. What? What is... We need, we need a camera here. What is that? <laughs> that looks like water. That looks like water over there. Yeah. What the heck is that? We pull out the GPS. Uh, that is the lake we were... The unnamed about. lake that we were going to go to, yeah. So we were completely like, well, whoops. flabbergasted <laughs> as to right. how we even made it that far. Yeah. yeah. Um, that's raining and miserable. Just piss miserable. You know, I think I walked for maybe, we walked for maybe 40 minutes before I put my rain gear on. Yeah. Yeah. And, um. Well, we both did. We stopped yeah. and like ringed up. And, yeah. This is nasty. Looked over, we found a really nice little valley, a little swamp. We figured, yeah, there's got to be deer in there. Rain gear's the worst. It keeps you dry from the rain, but you just start cooking with sweat. Right. Yeah. That was wet either way. Yeah. That was the downside of yeah. it. Especially I, if you're trying to be active. Yeah, like, exactly. Yeah. And we were trying to take it as slow as we could, yeah. but that yeah. ended up not being that terribly slow. Um, <laughs> but yeah, and we had talked about it for at length, at least on the way out there, that we would we figured we would find them all in the valleys, especially with bad weather. They were going to hunker in the valleys and, and bed down. And there was cover in some of those valleys. There's lots, lots, and creeks. Cover and that would in to us like typically would mean okay, they're probably going to be walking around in there, but yeah. And every single deer we saw was on a ridge. <laughs> every deer. Well, granted, there was, that day we only saw the one. Well, I know, but I'm talking now. I'm <laughs> so talking hindsight. Them, we're, we're <laughs> I'm talking hindsight 2020 yes. here. And then we were we went dead up wrong. In, yeah. in November, early November. Uh, yeah, early November. Near the end of muzzleloader season. And because yeah, you had the smoke pull out. Yeah, I had the smoke pull out. And the smoke pull. Muzzleloader. Muzzleloader. Oh, okay. Stompa. You. And again, that's it. Like, that day, the only deer that I physically laid eyes on was, again, on a ridge. And I'm thinking, looking down at us. Deer are not goats. They're not going to be there. I was walking down a, it was like a hydro cut, a hydro, like an old hydro trail, whatever. It's fairly wide, whatever. And, and it's like, oh, there's a whole bunch. It was gravel that they had brought in years ago. And there's a whole bunch of tracks on the ground. So I'm head down looking at the tracks. I'm, you know, trying to figure things out. Walking. Look up. And there's a deer on the ridge. <laughs> Fif- like 50 yards away. Easy shot with the stompa. Yeah. <laughs> it turns. It just... Da, 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 back into the bush. Like, are you kidding me? <laughs> I not scared of you at all. No, it's like... Oh, yeah. it's like Oh, I see somebody with blaze orange over there. I'm just I have the high ground. Yeah, <laughs> gone. And you were circling around, and you never seen him. Well, I. But yeah, we, we so weren't I had in communication either, so that was no. We had brought yelled at each other. Would, yeah, there you go. We had brought radios out for that reason. Right. No, I did not. All of a sudden, disappear. <laughs> yeah, that's not, did. No, that's not how that went. <laughs> I did. No, here's how this went. 
We were walking up. We went over <laughs> over Gambler's Creek. Yeah. Where I got a booter. Yeah. We went over and you walked up the left side and I walked up the right. Uh-huh. And we, and we, we met were... in the middle. And you said, I'm going to go look over there. And I said, okay, I'm going to look over there. <laughs> and we went our separate and that, ways. to me, that sounded like, okay, we're going to go each way for a little bit. And we're going to I did back here. Oh, no, no, no. That, no, no, no. <laughs> I, well, see, okay, so this is where, this is my side of the story. So <laughs> I had started walking. And on the right side of that, there was a big valley that went down. Like probably 50 feet in elevation change. Oh, more than that. Think so? Absolutely. Yeah, I don't think it was that. That thing was pretty steep. <laughs> was it? Oh, okay. Maybe I'm. Yeah. Remember those thundering moves? Oh, yeah. Yeah, that will get there. <laughs> I'm going to take you guys on a marathon here. It's not a sprint. <laughs> um, yeah, so I, had, I was looking down there and I had seen a couple flickers through the bush. And so I figured, well, I'm going to go after it. Worst case, it's a rabbit and I got lunch. So I went down there and there was a prairie chicken and didn't shoot it. <laughs> So you didn't I have lunch. I gave you lunch that day. <laughs> oh, that's what you mean. Never mind. I was talking about the prey chicken. That's lunch. Just all offended. I fed you. What are you talking about? <laughs> Did you? Yeah. We had a couple darts and. Uh, oh yeah, that's right. We were smoking darts when I had my nap. Yeah. That was a great nap. <laughs> so it happens midday. Deer don't move yeah. midday. You got a nap. You except for the up. except for the big boys. Except for the booner. Yeah. Siesta. So yeah, I had circled around. We met back up. Never saw the doe that he talked about. I'd heard something crash through the bush, but didn't really think anything of it. Right. I thought it was that stupid prairie chicken. <laughs> so we had met up in the bottom of this valley. Which we called... A saddle. No, that was um, Gambler's... Gambler saddle. Gambler saddle. <laughs> no, 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 trapper saddle. Because there was that big trap. Remember that big yes. trap? Yeah, 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 yeah. Every point is contentious. Yeah. No, 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 it was that... No, 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 no. <laughs> well, I've got to make sure we get our story yeah, straight It here. was Gambler's saddle. Rehearsed. It was a big old saddle. So a saddle meaning like... A saddle is um, a low point. Sure. Right. Shaped a, like a saddle. Like a saddle. Yeah. Like yeah. 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 called that. Right. Exactly. <laughs> Funny. So, we, anyways, we, we, we had met up there. We, we had been in communication there. We met up there. And we had stopped and we had, you know, kind of sat down for a bit and, like, kind of bounced a couple ideas around and, I don't know, had a snack or whatever. Just as we're standing up to go. You had an orange. You had an orange. I had an orange and I peeled it like a elephant. <laughs> like a schlong. So not like, well. a, yeah. like a schlong. Oh. You know, and hung so it you on a tree. That you did it really messily like no. an elephant might. No, 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 no. <laughs> you hung it on a tree. Yeah. And We started walking. No, we stood up and called. We called for about five, six minutes, yeah. and we waited two minutes. Nothing. Didn't hear a freaking thing. Yeah. We took one step, and all we heard were big hoof prints or hoof going back, like yeah. going back up the side of the saddle on the far <laughs> side. <laughs> Are you kidding me? So we stopped and called. It was literally like near the edge of the bush, and we went and found the tracks too. Like it was that, right there. I can confidently say it was a buck. Like, yeah. don't tracks don't get heavy that Heavy body right? deer. So, we were seconds away from seeing our first antlered critter of the year. Yes. <laughs> seconds away from easily having a kill, because that's an easy shot for you. That was, what, 60 yards, maybe? If, uh, yeah. Maybe. I could probably poke that with the bolt. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, and so, we, yeah, we quickly scooted up the hill, found tracks, chased it for... 
always at a lot. I see, probably about a mile. Yeah. And then we shot a quick video for Instagram. Of course, of course. <laughs> and then we decided it was probably four o'clock at that point. Yeah, I think so. We were gonna at least start making our way back. Because sunset was probably around six. I think it was then. like six, six thirty somewhere in there. Yeah. And then yeah, we figured we'd make our way back we'd, we'd and then make some tracks back and and maybe yeah. find a spot to sit and. Right. You know, we, we walked through some new country on the way back or something. Well, we found that bear bait, that yeah, old bear bait right. with all the dead with cows. A bunch of, was it cows or was it chickens? What? It was chickens. They were dumping, yeah. dumping dead chicken chickens. carcasses there, yeah. Oh, there's a couple of quads are baiting this guy. What are they baiting this Oh, no, no. <laughs> Somebody's dumping chickens there. Yeah. Some kind of satanic ritual going yeah, on. I was yeah. going to say, stumbled on something there. Five-pointed star sh- in the middle of the bush. <laughs> should have called somebody. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh... Yeah. And then... And that was the last time we had the white show. Yeah. So, you, so neither of you got anything last year? No. I did. You did? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Oh. Not in the white show. No. Oh, we didn't get anything in the white show. No, no, no. Either. But just in general. Yeah. Your mom tagged one. Yeah. <laughs> So did my dad. <laughs> there was a dirty joke in there somewhere, but I left it. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's right over my head. <laughs> we'll, we'll leave that be. So this is a new year. New year, new me. New year, YOLO same. swag. New year's. <laughs> I think that's what they're saying now. <laughs> yeet. Yeah, they're gonna yeet. Yeet. Yeet some bullets in the general direction of animals. <laughs> what does that mean? We talked about it. Uh, Breeds at this point. I don't know if it's going to release, but we talked about it on our last episode that we recorded. It's just I don't know. It means like so yeet, like if you yeet something like like I threw his ass out the door, like I yeeted him out the door, yeah. or, or, like, or like you yeah. throw him and you yell yeet. Right. Or and or a yeah. celebration yeah, kind of thing. It's kind of just a made up bullshit word, but. right? Okay. I think it's based on a vine. I, probably yeah, probably. Right, yeah. I think so. Most things are. I miss Vine. You do? I, I miss, I miss Vine. Vine, Vine was entertaining. I do agree. It was yeah. entertaining. I Before it was it. like the you know the the Viners. Right. That, like it was all scripted and right. you had your King like, badges and yeah. those kind of guys. Yeah, yeah, like that. No, get that out of here. I want to see some yeah. kid pull out his iPhone three and yeah. record his buddy. <laughs> like that. You remember the one with the little black kid? Marty McFly Williams, and he's gonna bomb that Master Hill, and he yes. just starts fishtailing it. Yeah. Those six seconds of fame, man. Yeah. Wasn't that the same kid ones. where he's just like, ah, speed wobble, fuck! And he just like slams <laughs> yeah, the elbows, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I miss mine. Oh, yeah, there's some to good start clips. it up again, make your own app someday. There you go. Yeah. 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 You can still find all the old vines if you're. It's called Bush. <laughs> oh, there's all kinds. You go on YouTube, there's all kinds. Oh, yeah, you can just like a three hour compilation. Right. I'm amazed that it stopped. I don't know why. Well, Twitter bought it. Twitter bought it, shut it down. Right. Freaking Twitter, and like at the rate that you know people, people move on, so like different social yeah. media platforms so fast now too. They probably got rid of it so they could promote like Periscope or something, so it's more right, you know, like, sort of the same Come thing. On, like filming things. It was six seconds. Yeah, it was a yeah. Snap. Was it six or yeah. seven? It was, it was, it was six, six seconds, but then it got yeah. bumped up to eleven. I think so. Right, yeah. like within the last two months, it ended. Yeah. eleven seconds of all three. Yeah, <laughs> it's such but a weird Instagram time. used to be what fifteen. I don't even remember. I think it used to be 15. Now it's a full minute. Yeah. And then you get transferred to that IGTV thing. Right. Yeah. Whatever. Social media is garbage. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But a lot of fun. It is fun. Yeah. It is. Depends on what you use it for. Right. But, it's just crazy to think about how many social media platforms have come and gone. And then Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. They I mean, just they keep just, going, They right? remain. Well, they find Google. ways to innovate. Facebook owns right. Instagram, right? Well, I, I, yeah. Twitter. WhatsApp. All right. 
Yeah. Yeah. What's they own the world, man. Well, there's there's a bunch of American uh, presidential candidates that are talking about breaking them up. The whole antitrust laws because they're too big, right? right. A monopoly. Yeah. They're not wrong. Yeah, but but they. It's like Disney. Argument, Disney's got a monopoly on everything yeah, too. Exactly, but Do there you are there argument is more social medias. No, no, but it's just they shouldn't all be owned by one company. Right. Yes. Yeah. But their argument is always like, well, we don't own all of them. So if you want to search something like Google says, if you want to search something else, you can use a different search engine. Ask Jeeves. The fuck or, you can, right? Yeah. Like, Yahoo. Yeah, who yeah, who, like who uses Bing, Bing nowadays, yeah. right? Yeah. Like that, that meme yeah. chart or whatever where it has like, they're showing like usage and Google's trending upward and has Bing right along the bottom and then like this little dip in like yeah. 2009 and someone's like, wow, 2009 was a huge year for Bing or whatever. Just barely anything. It's just... And you accidentally use Internet Explorer right. or something. Yeah. Yeah. It's scary. You think back, there was Ask Jeeves, there was yeah. Dogpile.com, there was all... I remember Dogpile. I think Dogpile had mostly porn on it. I remember you could go on it, because I think the twins went on it in junior high, and that's that's what started the whole like ad, like the web blocking what? thing. Because oh. someone told them to look up Pamela Anderson, right? We're like 13-year-old <laughs> kids, we don't know any better, right? Yeah. So you, Looks her up and there's just tits that come on here, right? yeah. and he's like, "Oh, a teacher walks by, like, what are you looking at?" He's like, "I don't know. They told me to look it up. Like, I don't know what's going on." And that's how that whole web blocking thing uh, started. So it's their fault, right? <laughs> I still remember. I think it was grade eight. I was sitting in the computer lab in Cleveland, and there's a kid right beside me. He was like a little bit slow or, or something, a kind of uh, learning disability or something. Um, and I'd known him like forever, but he was sitting right beside me at a computer and I was doing whatever my homework and I glance over and this guy's just blatantly watching porn on the computer. And I look over at him, look back at my computer, look over at him. He looks over at me, right back at the screen. Doesn't even no like, didn't phase him at all and I'm just like, uh, <laughs> I'm going to go. <laughs> Actually, I've seen it in the library in town here. There's been a guy sitting at one of those booths watching what? porn in the middle of the library. Man, like porn's easy respect. to get nowadays. Yeah, oh, like, what are you doing? Yeah. Shooter's gonna shoot, I guess. Right? You, gotta, <laughs> you gotta do what a you gotta library. do. Right. Yeah. I need my internet access. Yeah. It's just like dial up. Yeah. 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 In the middle yeah, of the Pretty hard up to not have some form of internet now. Yeah. Like, yeah. It's, I don't know. It's well, questionable. In junior high, it was all about trying to find a way to play Bush Shootout. Bush Shootout? On Miniclip? I remember Miniclip. Yes, yeah. Miniclip was Which great. Which game was Miniclip? Miniclip was George Bush. Getting out of the White House. Oh, yeah. And then there was Bush Shootout 2 with Condoleezza Rice. <laughs> yeah, right? God, mini clip. Holy <laughs> shit. I think it's still around. I think so. Well, I mean, it is, yeah. Pool. Yeah. Is yeah. Is off of mini That's clip, right, I yeah. Yeah. I used to love mini clip. That was a good time. Eight ball yeah. pool. Spank the monkey was a big one. So you just hit the monkey with the paddle or whatever. Use your mouse to how fast you can hit it. Yeah. Uh, good times. Uh, now they, then they block it all. Or like yeah. the kid that would go through the computer lab and take all the balls out of the mice. Right. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Which is yeah. probably dating us a little bit. I don't know if we have any young yeah. listeners. There used to be balls in mice. Yeah. I don't know tracking. No mice. shit. I don't like think about like yeah. That's yeah. I bet that's you an ancient thing by now. Yeah. I guess right. Well, I you can still like, yeah. find them. Someplace. Even a desktop computer. Right. Yeah. Like, Unless you're a no. gamer or like yeah. use it for work. You're not yeah. But even that, like yeah. I got a couple guys that I work with that are gamers. And they all have oh, laptops. Yeah. Right. They don't have like, to. They're capable of it now. Yeah. Like custom built. Like I'd love four thousand dollars. Right. Like what? I can't justify that, but I want like three monitors. Yeah, sizes. I gotta play Warcraft in like, 4K, man. Like, yeah, come on. There's this, each FPS. monitor's this big. Whatever. Yep. This is thirty something. Forty two. Forty two. Okay. Yeah. Work on the tape measure all the time. I'm still used to the twenty seven yeah. tube, man. Yeah. Watch that forty five inch tube. Uh, I used to have like what is it? Was it a 
15 inch TV or 11 inch or something in my room. It's the one my dad had in the semi truck and he didn't yeah. want it anymore. So I just had this little tiny thing sitting on the VCR. Black right. and white? Yeah. Uh, no, it was color. Okay. Pretty sure. My oh, sister, black and white. I'm my not, sister still like, has an old VHS combo TV. Oh. It's like a 13 inch combo screen nice. with the VHS yeah. underneath. Built in, yeah. yeah. Heavy as a. <laughs> oh, yeah, they're bricks, man. You could do some damage with that thing. Is that in your workout routine? Yeah, no kidding. Well, even carrying this stupid thing, like, it's heavier than the 51 in the house, which is newer. Yeah. It's just, it's crazy how we're progressing. Right. Everyone's getting thinner and thinner. Yeah. Well, <laughs> that's what she said. Uh, <laughs> also, you How's see that? Samsung's new TV that it mirrors the back of whatever right. it's against. Yeah, I've yeah. seen those. So, what? Yeah, so as soon as you turn your TV off, it takes a picture of what's behind it right. and it mirrors it. Right. So oh. your TV's always on, Yeah. but it... It's literally just a border, like about so. You that see, big, yeah, you would see plywood. You would see like a right plywood now. pattern on there, but the border on the TV is only like that big. That's yeah. Wild. You can't. You can't even yeah. notice it. It's basically using like I'll military grade like camouflage that they're working on, like with the whole like camera behind you and yeah. like whatever. Yeah. But putting it into TVs where you don't really need. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Completely useless. I don't want to see the wall behind it. I don't know. It's a TV. Just look at it. Yeah. It's what's like, what's the difference? Yeah. But teach their own. I guess we got money for that. But yeah. You got uh, money for your twenty-five thousand uh, dollar basketball tickets. Yeah, get the exactly. Yeah. I mean, you may as well. Yeah. yeah, some sort of hologram or yeah. VR and stuff. Yeah. Have you guys done any VR at all? Yes. Like uh, in actually, that's yeah. what it does, Rich. It literally uh, mirrors whatever patterns on your wall. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, it's pretty slick. Uh, like it'd be cool if you had a cool like a, a brick background right. or something yeah. cool yeah. behind it. Something. Yeah, plywood. I mean, I feel like you'd be like. Well, or that's, that's a, a bit restaurant of or something. Shit, I missed a screw. I didn't screw right into your TV. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm going to hang this shelf right here. Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah, I did VR at the CSAM conference. Like the, it's like a big construction safety thing where oh. people from all kinds of construction trades. Like and, training stuff? Or yeah, whatever. yeah. Oh. And there was, a, there was a booth there, so I tried it's it. It's so crazy. It breaks your brain. Yeah. Like, we went to the city for your bachelor party. Right. Played Arizona Sunshine. What? Played Arizona That's Sunshine. What it's called? The zombie oh, okay, one. Yeah. I literally I jumped into a wall because I didn't because re- <laughs> it's not one that you can really move around. You're not supposed to move because within the well, game it's a box, right? Yeah. You're in like I don't know a five a by eight cubicle. Like yeah. it's not very big at all. Okay. And the headset's mounted in the middle up top, so you yeah. wear that and it's all cabled in, and then you get your two controllers, right? But your body wants to move yeah. because you're seeing it, right? You're so you, seeing yourself. Move. Yeah, you're yeah. trying to take a step and then you're bumping around because you don't yeah. know where anything is. And, and even the graphics, like, <laughs> jump it looks bad. <laughs> and you know that it's bad, but your brain doesn't know that it's not real. In some weird way, it like, yeah, breaks, yeah. The, breaks your brain. And so there, it, it was a zombie game and it's not good graphics, but it's super cool. Like, you, could, you had to actually, like, It'd be reach on par out, with, like, if you guys ever played, like, a Wii U. Like, yeah. those kind of graphics. Okay, yeah. or, like, in a, even, even a Wii to a, a lesser story. X, like, First gen Xbox, yeah. maybe. Yeah. Okay. Right. Similar to that. Yeah. Like this zombie jumped at me, yeah. and I literally like yeah. <laughs> threw myself into the wall. <laughs> like, ah shit. Oh, <laughs> uh, it's a good time. shoulder. Yeah. Pretty yeah. Much. Now there's one. You're not expecting the wall to be there. Like, right. Exactly. Your body's not bracing for it. There's not one at, at Polo Park now, and I can't remember what they're called, but they actually have the Omnitrack treadmill. Oh, really? So you can play like a Call of Duty, right? You can actually walk around and that's cool. and, and duck and come up and and, and shit like that, right? So. Yeah. It's a very, uh, it's cool. I want to try that one. Yeah, I that think they have the haptic vest too, right? So okay. if you get shot, the little pocket of air comes and hits you, right? They like did that. Shot. We played at, actually, they're opening one in Winnipeg, the rec room. We played, we went to Edmonton to the rec room and they have, it was a Star Wars themed one. And so you're wearing this whole vest with the, the rig on your back, so the, the thing. 
and you're holding like a gun, I guess. And then as you're coming out onto the... Like, it's a blaster edge? Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, there'll be like stormtroopers up above you and they shoot at you, but you don't so, see them. And all of a sudden, it's just like... You're like, oh, Jeff! <laughs> like, and then it actually feels like you got like buzz and shot. And you're like, okay. okay, now you know where they are. It's, it's way too immersive. Huh. It's, it's a blast. Bring that up to the bush with you. <laughs> Fall out of the tree stand. Yeah, no, that's fine. I assume you have to be in the tree stand for bears, eh? You don't have to. Smarter if you is do. there, like, I was going to ask, too, when smarter, you yeah. kind of got on Bear, like, is there um, a different intent? Like, I assume Bear has both bow and rifle. Yeah. Um, is there, like, a different intensity to to bow hunting Bear as opposed to, like, rifle hunting it? If you're hunting a bait in a stand, I would say no. Right. Because you're, you're close. You're, like, typically you're within 30 yards. Right. So... At, at that point, I'd say it's just preference, whatever you prefer. Like, yeah. I, I bow hunt. I sit in the tree stand with a bow. Right. Um, some guys sit on the ground. They make, like, kind of sectioned off ground blinds with, like, wood and brush and stuff and sitting there on the ground. Right. Whatever. I just sit in the tree. Yeah. I don't mind it. So. Yeah. I've learned how to nap in the tree stand. So. <laughs> I would just feel like. I would feel safer with a gun if a I mean, bear suddenly went rogue and came like, at me, yeah. right? Whenever I go with a bow, I still take a shotgun with right. me. So, life insurance. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. No, that makes sense. Have you ever, have you guys ever actually felt uh, any sort of ethical hesitation as you're hunting? I don't know. I mean, you've done it for so long, maybe you're used to it now, but say when you first started, was there any sort yeah. of like, yeah. you know, I shot this, now I feel kind of bad or, or anything like that? I don't know. Yeah. Uh, when I was probably, probably what, 11 years old. Oh, yeah? Is that the first time you went hunting yeah. that, yeah? No, it was, it was, we were at home, and my brother shot a squirrel or something, or a rabbit, <laughs> I can't remember what it was, some yeah. small game. And I think I even cried, because oh, yeah. I was like, why? What are you doing? And I was like, I couldn't understand it, I guess, and then... You know, years go by, and well, that changed. Yeah. <laughs> right. But I mean, it's not that I'm. You know, when I take an animal, I'm not like Just heartless or whatever. heartless, whatever. Like I, I know what I'm doing. I know yeah. that I'm taking a life. Like yeah. there's, there's a, there's a, a, you have a moment where you take a moment, and, and it's like well, you appreciate it, right? You appreciate yeah. it, and you, you're thankful, and and you you do your best to to take all of the you know the the meat you can. And, right. and, you know, handle it as best as you can, and and just do your do the best you can. Like that's that's you know probably the, one of the best ways to show respect. Right. Yeah. To whatever you just took. So. I mean, I think there's like there's obviously a heaviness of it, and, yeah, and I mean, I think anybody who enjoys. Now I gotta be careful how I words. Who enjoys the killing of the animal? Yeah. I mean, that's a heartless individual. Right. If they're I, just going for if, that. Yeah. Right. Okay, like yeah. I, I. That's their rush. Right. It's yeah. just killing I mean, something. I, I think Dwayne can speak to this. I I have ethical dilemmas, but it's more I make a bad shot. You know, I uh, I, okay. I have a video uh, of the first buck I took last year. I I, I dropped my phone out of the tree stand. I was so like I was shaking. Yeah, I've never right. felt, like I, I was pulled back on this deer at seven yards and like I forgot to put my wrist strap on on my bowl. Like uh, I was just so rushed and panicked because I, it just sort of uh, you know it, got yeah, into react. Came quickly. in yeah. out of nowhere. I hardly had time to stand up and pull back. My three points of contact, like every fundamental I've learned about shooting bull, was out the window at that right. point. Right? Like your 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 mind just 
Kate, you need to get this done. Which is what you train to avoid. Exactly, right? right? I mean, I've spent so long trying to avoid, but inevitably I got buck fever. and <laughs> That's I, I, a real thing. It is, absolutely. I think the day you lose buck fever is the day you need to quit hunting. Yeah? If, yeah. If having a big animal, whether that be a deer or moose or elk or bear, if that doesn't get you, you know, your heart going and some right. adrenaline going, I think you're in the, you know, you're, now you're doing it for the wrong reasons. Right. Um, doesn't matter what you're hunting there's always a, a form of excitement there should be yeah absolutely when i'm calling in geese and there's a flock that's coming down you can see their wings are cupped and they're yeah they're if it's windy they're doing their their, their tumble down to drop elevation and if you're not like right. oh man it's <laughs> yeah. time boys yeah. we're almost there yeah if, if you don't have that feel like there's well you, know, you can tell you can when you guys talk about it you can feel the passion coming off yeah, of you for it yeah right and i think that's what should well, drive most. it's like anything right like why are you doing it if you're not into it right exactly. or at least at least at some level like i mean everybody has a job they don't like and probably most of the people in this room <laughs> yeah. that they may not want to do forever right but you know at least if you have something other than that that you yeah. kind of can put your passion into it yeah. regardless of what it is finger painting who cares right what it, whatever yeah. it is as long as you have something that you're passionate about they kind of take away the the drudgery of everyday life right. something Absolutely. you get lost in right? yeah exactly yeah. right and yeah. you honor I, the art right i got a lot of buddies that are into razoring and and you know Four wheeling and dirt oh, biking and like, stuff like that. Yeah. Cutting them. Yeah. Yeah. And they're super That's, open about it. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> we do it for the I rush, man. Like, I'm like, seeing the blood. No. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, super dark for a second. <laughs> yeah. 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 All right. Let's bring it back. <laughs> and we're back. <laughs> but uh, so you know, like I, I work with one of them, and he says, you know, like you don't, you don't have a, a toy, right? You don't have a camper. You don't have a side by side. You don't nothing like that. Right? Yeah. And. You know, sure, I enjoy doing that when I get the chance to, but as much as that's fun, I enjoy my three months of the year where every weekend's booked up, every evening's booked up. Yeah. I know that I need to work my 40 hours a week so I can get out to the deer stand and put hours in there. And, and uh, you know, I work hard nine months of the year so I can play for three months and, <laughs> yeah. and, and enjoy it, right? Yep. And, and plus, if you're if you're lucky, we'll say you got some food to eat out of the deal too. Oh, exactly. Yeah, there you go. yeah, and and you you really gain a deeper understanding for how they did it a hundred, hundred fifty, two hundred years yeah. ago. Right. Yeah. I often think about that too. Like even especially in rural Manitoba, you're driving around or and you just see these areas. You, you it's all developed now, or much of it. But then you kind of think like. Imagine being the first people that showed up here in whatever, 1800 or 17-something. Yeah. yeah. And it's just like, there was nothing but bush. And like, what? How did, and then winter came, and they all and died. And then winter right? came. <laughs> like, right? Like, exactly. I, survived. I, I can't even imagine. Like, these, you know, windy or, you know, drafty little cabins and stuff. Yeah, and now we're right. now in a sod house. Now, yeah, I'm exactly. like, yeah. outside in my Under Armour this, Cabela's that, <laughs> yeah. North yeah. Face or whatever yeah. it might yeah. be, right? Sorrel. Spent... spent thousands of dollars on gear to keep you warm while yeah. you're hunting animals doing a you're primitive thing miserable. and you're still sitting there like frick i can't wait to get home <laughs> yeah, exactly. i have a hot meal and a hot shower yeah. Turn why, on am I, and yeah. a cold beer, right? why am i doing this <laughs> to myself right. yeah. oh, it's trudging crazy. through the frozen cold yeah. white shell yeah. Right. white shell with squishy feet yeah but it's the people that did do that right now that's why we're here we exactly. can be here because exactly, of exactly. Yeah. yeah i mean it's, and it's pretty fitting I and mean, we're talking about 75 years ago today d-day yeah right exactly. yeah. 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 i mentioned that yeah like because of those guys you know 1400 canadians or 14,000 canadians yeah. 
put their life on the line right. to we we get to enjoy shooting a podcast right? yeah, yeah, right. yeah. yeah. no idea what they what they yeah. were really doing yeah, exactly right? and it's crazy what especially on Juno Beach what Winnipeg how important Winnipeg was because the first one of the first regiments that dropped was from Winnipeg it was Winnipeg yeah, rifles right and they had something like was it 300 or 800 guys dropped and because the tanks were late uh, you know they hadn't beached yet they got lost in a storm or whatever it was or something yeah. whatever yeah and so then they I think something they were saying when we because Kat and I went to uh, the Juno Beach Discovery Center which we mentioned on the podcast before but um, yeah they they basically they landed they had no support they had no protection whatever and I think out of I forget the, the, the total number but out of that something only like I don't know 27 made it to the beach or, or like yeah. made it to the to the actual bunkers and stuff and or even survived for any length of time it's just right. unbelievable yeah. especially locally here right like yeah kind of that connection and stuff it's it's powerful they were saying there was two guys from Steinbeck originally that that uh, that storm Juno mm. and they both passed away I think they said almost immediately yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah it's yeah it's it's crazy the role that yeah Canada's played because right. I mean Think, what's the states known for? Back to back World War Champs. <laughs> right, exactly. Right? Yeah. Hoorah! Yeah. Like, yeah, we're very often overlooked when it yeah. comes to yeah. our country. But like all the, a lot of the big, like, well known battles were taken by Canadians. Juno. Yeah. Like, we've played we'll such play a. World War One. Passchendaele. That was a big one that Canadians were pretty important oh. with. Yeah, that was not as familiar with. We got made off of. Yeah. 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 It's not as well known, perhaps, but yeah, yeah. like, yeah. Canadians are pretty important on, on many of those things. Yeah. Yeah. Right. British. But you know, people talk over the Allies, well, it's Great Britain, Russia, and the U.S., right? Like, you don't, yeah. you don't hear about all the We're other not, ones that contributed. Yeah, roped into that. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. It's powerful. That, um, it's important. Absolutely. Yeah. Like, my uh, my girlfriend, actually, she just got back from Germany where she got a chance to go visit a um, concentration camp. Yeah. Right. And, like, they walked through the gas chamber, yeah. through the gas shower, into the floor that she said was polished. Yeah, because they have been dragging bodies. They yeah. polish it so that they can spray a little water in it and drag bodies out. Yeah, Even, and, yeah it's it's incredible. It's, and like she said, she walked down there and like immediately it was just the darkest feeling. Yeah, like right. there's three floors up. There's still a working hospital, right. an old folks home. Yeah, and just dark. How eerie that would be. I exactly. wonder if there's anybody in that old folks home that was you know either alive at that time or you know right. what I mean, or maybe perhaps they was had well, family who was in there. there. Yeah. It was. It was disguised as a mental hospi- uh, yeah. hospital. So these people were checking themselves in because, like, oh, yeah, I'm, I'm anxious about, you know, yeah. Hitler. I'm going to check myself into the hospital so that I'm not, and they end up getting gassed. Right. Right, and gassed and burnt. Yeah. And, you know, she, she uh, we've had a chance to talk about it over the last, whatever, couple, or last week or so. And she said, oh, I would never do it again. I would never do it again. Really? I don't know why they would drag us to a place like that. It's oh, history. And, yeah, well, that's exactly history. what I said. Yeah. Like, that is such an important role or part yeah. of our where we are today right. like yep. yeah if we wouldn't have stormed juno yeah if we wouldn't have fought the way we did we walked through the bunkers right. on juno like yeah. thinking about you know the germans held it or whatever and like you know people died right where you are yeah. Yeah. exactly like, and it's just and if you don't go there and you don't experience it then we forget and like you can now think that Ah, war's not that bad, you know, that's right. fine, right? If, if you don't keep in mind the atrocities that we've done in the past, then history repeats itself. Exactly. Right. Exactly. Right. exactly. It's, like, it's, it's a necessary evil, right? Yeah. War's a necessary mm-hmm. evil. In, in right. those types of cases, for sure. Uh, yeah. yeah, you think about it, I mean, from the outside looking, and again, I'm not trying to make anything sound like it's better than it is. I mean, Hitler's beliefs, that was just an ideology, right? right. All he was trying to do was better his country. Right. 
but how easily they were brainwashed into yep. doing something so horrid yeah. Yeah. to no, so many people. Look away, just like, it sounds nice. We're just going to ignore the other shit. Exactly. Right, Let's sweep it under the rug. And yeah. they don't believe it. Because we went to Auschwitz while we were in Europe. Yeah. And same thing. If you're walking through these gas chambers, they were saying that because the original gas chamber at Auschwitz is still intact. Mm-hmm. The other two, the two bigger ones that they built because the capacity was too much, yeah. which is disgusting. Yeah. They, built, they bombed those ones or they destroyed them before they left. But the original one that they first built is quite a bit smaller, but you walk in, you can still see the the holes in the ceiling where they dropped the canisters through and because it was a little bit less efficient at the time, right? They hadn't quite streamlined their right, process yeah. yet. Yeah. Which it's is horrific. Sickening to think. Yeah, yeah. it's horrendous. Apparently they had to repaint it after every um, after every gassing or whatever. So they'd send them in, however many, that's a couple thousand people, a couple hundred people yeah. at a time. And then they clean them all up. They send a crew, typically of Jews, back in, you know, yeah. right. paint, paint this it. room. And they leave, and then the next group comes in. It's it's just horrific. And, and there's people like graffiti in there, like scratch their names into the wall, and like it's disgusting. What? Right? Like, How can you do that? Right? There's like, the, there was a kids bunk in Birkenau, right beside Auschwitz, and they you go into this this kids um, bunk room or whatever, and there was a wall covered in names and scratches and lines and whatever else, just markings. And Cat was like. She thought that, that was like authentic that it had happened yeah. at the time. Like that's pretty powerful if it's these right. kids doing it, right? Tour guide is like, no, no, that's just people. That's just tourists scratching their names into it. Right. Like, you need to give your head a shake. Yeah. Like, yeah. What's absolutely. wrong with you? That's, right. No respect. That's wrong. Like, yeah. in the Coliseum, people are writing, like, USA and Mark was here and blah, 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 on these bricks that were, like, handmade yeah. in, like, 2 yeah. BC or whatever, right? Like, yeah. yeah. Like, these, and you're, you're writing your name in it? Come, Come on. on. Give your head a shake. What's wrong with you, right? It's just, but yeah, like, you have to experience that type of stuff, you know. Yeah. I think you should have to, right? Like, yeah, right. Shouldn't even be optional, really. So you can see it and like feel it, feel what they felt, and yeah. try not to do it again. Right? <laughs> right. Well, exactly. Yeah. yeah, yeah. No, totally. It's, it's incredible. Yeah, it's it's crazy to just to think back and and how different the world was. Yeah, right. right? And now, like, we're fighting just as many of our own battles out here. I mean, yeah. you look in the news any given day. And yeah. I mean, there there's always something. Somebody's yeah. oppressed. Somebody's yeah. in the wrong. Some like, yeah. sure, something. we're not gassing people, but hopefully, well, we unless were... your name's Assad. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah, it's. But either way, you know, um, Cap would appreciate the sacrifice of those people. Like, Absolutely. to imagine being in that that open <laughs> air boat. Right, and they come up to the beach and like, okay, boys, go, 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 right. go, and all you hear is the artillery fire from the yeah, beach. Right. Like, all right. Well, what am I even, supposed to do? Right. Yeah. Not even prepared for it. Yeah. Like right. half those people had no idea what they were getting into. Yeah, they right. thought it was going to be a simple beach landing, and yeah. they were going to breeze through and you yeah, know, they'll, they'll clear the beach the and we'll land and we're good to go. Right? Yeah. And oh, wait, from the second those doors yeah. dropped, I mean, you have fifties raining down on you, and you're watching. You're watching your tanks are laid and buddies just wheels of your ships are on target. Exactly. Yeah. And that's where I love Saving Private Ryan. Right, that's the most visceral scene. Like yeah. the most, I think the most realistic portrayal we'll probably ever see of a scenario yeah. like that. For sure. Um, I've like, heard that yeah. a lot of like military vets they have issues with the movie in general. They do a lot of things kind of Hollywoody. Of but they're saying that first scene is is bang on. Yeah. They had to open up a hotline right. for war vets to oh, call in because yeah. they were like war vets, like you guys. Yeah, exactly that. Some of the stuff you can tell is Hollywood, but. I mean, they got to dress it up, right? right? But that first scene, they said we're giving people flashbacks. I mean, yeah. it's no different than Lone Survivor, right? Yeah. You can see that one. I never watched yeah. it, but I know Marky Marky Marky. Yeah. fantastic. Yeah, movie. and yeah. I mean, they had, they had, uh, 
Marcus Luttrell yeah. helping direct, and he said too, he goes, if I could do it again, I would change a few things. But he, he openly says, you know, the one part that they got wrong in it in the movie was when when Dietz got shot, he didn't fall down with me. He actually got picked off and it spun me back. I didn't leave him. Right. Yeah. Um, but that's Hollywood, right? They yeah. they have to dress the movie right. up, but. You know, for fun you fact, know. he's in that movie, and Dan Bilzerian's in there too. Yep. Oh, really? Oh. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Bilzerian. That guy is just an animal. Yeah. I don't know That's how he's still alive. <laughs> Two heart attacks or whatever, right? Yeah. Uh, how many? Yeah, he went through like SEAL training and stuff. Yeah. Bilzerian. Well, he was a SEAL. Yeah. yeah. No, he he failed out. I, I think he didn't actually continue yeah. through, but he made it through Hell Week I three think, times or twice or something. Yeah. yeah. Almost, I thought he made it through Buds, but. I always like to watch Hell Week on like Military Channel and stuff, right. just because I'm like, I can't do that. It, it's it's that. crazy yeah. to see what they put those guys through. Yeah, like, yeah. just yeah, the absolute shit they put them. Did you ever watch that show? It was similar. It was like, it was people that signed up for it. Just like mo- many of them, most of them were all civilians, and it was uh, it was basically they chose to basically go through the. It was sort of like Hell Week, but it went as long. They didn't know how long it would go, so it was like all the trainers were either Navy SEALs or Green Berets or you know, just special ops guys, and so they were training them, and so they would do, like, you know, wake up, and you have your pack run, and then they would have you do, like, a thousand sit-ups, and then you got to do, and then there was one day where it was all pool stuff, but they had no idea how long this was going to go for, and you were just trying to survive to the end, and so it started with, like, 30 people, and by, like, the last day, there was, like, four or six people, maybe, or something that had made it till then, one of them was, like, 45 years old, this guy was just a trooper, and, like, on the very last day, they had to do... Yeah, I forget what it's called. Um, yeah. But anyways, yeah. the last day they had to do like a 30, what was it, 30 miles or something crazy, full, fully loaded. And they had no idea if this was their last day, if there was going to be more. And it ended up being the last day, but they didn't know. So that old guy almost quit at the same time. He sat down. He's like, why am I doing this? Why am I killing myself for this or whatever? And like, so then the other guys kind of convinced him, you just got to finish, man. Just finish. Let's go. And because they were like a unit by that point. Yeah. Right? And all this stuff. Right. And like, I think there was a... A girl that made it through, because there was like, several girls to begin with, but they were basically, they told them, just because you're a girl, you're going to do the same training right. that the guys do. Yeah. If you can't, it's not going to be different weight. If you can't do it, tough. See you later. That's all. Yeah. Yeah. And so they were, yeah, there's some small ones, and there were some, like, just right. badass chicks there. And yeah. It's incredible. Like, so they you can, you can no, see how the brotherhoods develop yeah, and, like, sure. why they become so close with yeah. each other. Yeah. It was well, it was powerful. And yeah, they, they didn't win anything. It was just for yourself. They did, like, interviews at the end of every episode to say, like, why are you doing this? Like, why are you here? Blah 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 blah. It was it was a great show. Yeah, it was. I think it was on History Channel. I think so. Okay. I, I got a no. I got a buddy of mine who's a who's a Marine Corps sniper. Oh really? Uh, yeah. Currently and, or, or what? Uh, well, he's actually trying to redeploy now. Oh. Okay. Um, he was shot twelve minutes into his first tour. Oh no cool. way! Yeah, from a mile and a half away. Jeez. Afghanistan or yeah. Iraq or what? Yeah, Afghanistan. Oh, got wow. picked by a sniper. Walking to his, he was uh, him that's and his spotter. Irony, were, isn't it? Yeah, exa- <laughs> that's exactly what he says. Yeah, he, uh, him and his spotter were crossing to a street. Remember the scene in uh, American Sniper where Chris Kyle's parked up in a in a hole in the wall? Yeah, and he's yeah. just shooting down the down an alley. Right. That's basically what he said he was walking into. Yeah. He was just walking up. He was gonna. They were kicking down doors, uh, and he was just gonna just Overwatch. Just overwatch. Wow. And. Uh, he said he hiccuped randomly, just, <sighs> and didn't think anything of it. So he tried to take a step, and his knees felt weird, and he had, like his chest felt hot. So he stuck his hand inside his plate carrier, and he pulled his hand out, and it was just covered in blood. Right. No kidding. And he looked around, he couldn't find a spotter. Yeah. Yeah. 
So he fell to his knees. Now he's starting to gasp for breath. Right. And uh, looks over and his spotters engaged in a gunfight. Just, you know, suppressive fire trying yeah. to get get the situation under control and gets dragged off. 12 hours later, he's in Germany getting stitched up and gets sent home. <laughs> um, now, when he came home, and I, I need to get him on a podcast and get him to talk about it because yeah. he explains it better than anybody, right. but he he got a construction job framing. So yeah. the, the military completely had, you know, they gave him an honorable discharge saying, yeah. you served your country well. He goes, well, no, like, I just spent four years of my life <laughs> trained to kill. Yeah. Right. You broke me, and now you've built me up to what I... This is my purpose yeah. in life. Yeah. And he struggled for three, four years to try and find a purpose. And Plus I, a little bit, probably a little twinge of PTSD in there. Maybe. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, his wife would say he'd wake up in the middle of the night and he'd be standing like this. Oof. And then he'd lay back down and he'd stand up. That's yeah, incredible. Like just in his God, sleep, I can't even imagine to, seeing that. Yeah. Like, and I mean, he was in country for. Well, he was on tour for 12 minutes. Yeah. Technically, yeah. on his file, it's 12 minutes <laughs> of service. Yeah. Right? Wow. Um, and he always talks about how, you know, the things he could have done differently. You know, he should yeah. have, you know, the intel was wrong, and, and he should have, you know, kept his head down. And it's just one of those should things. Should have, would have, could have. Yeah, yeah, guy got yeah. lucky, right? Guy got a lucky shot. Yeah. And and that's where that story ends. But he uh, he often talks about the, the brotherhood. Right. Like the guys that he bled with and yep. cried yeah. with and broke with. Right. Like yeah. They scrape said, you right down to the bottom yeah. and then they build you right back. He goes, he goes, at some point you are literally less than scum on this yeah. earth. Like yeah. they may make you believe your family doesn't give a shit about you. Yeah. They make you believe that nobody cares that you're alive but us. Yeah. And the only thing that you can do to prove your worth is make it through it. Right. And um, they finally... He had to do six psych evaluations to get back into the military. Wow. Now, really? to, just to apply for re, to right. re, re, re no guarantees. Yeah. So now he's going through this whole thing, and I mean, the guy's an unbelievable shot. I, I, would, I, I would think I so. Think, yeah. The yeah. guy, like, and cool and calm behind a, yeah, like snapping it on a barrel. It's just yeah. Blink, blink, yeah. Blink, blink, blink. Yeah. Yeah. It would be cool to talk to. Crazy. Yeah. He's sure. like, and he's just a different mindset. Like you know. He was quiet, right. didn't talk lots, didn't have a mouth, it was, yeah. you know, grew up in a, right. dad was a banker, mom was a, I think mom was a receptionist, brother owns a construction company, you know, not a rough life, right. not, not the typical, yeah. you know, door kicker you would expect <laughs> yeah. to find. Right? I had no place to go and now yeah. I'm here, this is my family, right? Yeah, exactly. No, he's just calm, cool, collected, quiet kid and right. grew up in a church family and which I think, if anything, it. would lend itself to the sniper demeanor. Oh, right? yeah. Like, yeah, you have yeah. to be very calm, cool, collected. You're not loud at all. Like, you see... You're not going I, to get engaged. Right. I love watching the sniper shows, like, when they yeah. have SWAT teams come and, yeah. and Marines and SEALs and all that kind of stuff. And you you just see how they work together. And they're one they, one of their final tests is they have... They're in an open field, right? And they got to get to within, you know... 300 feet of the spotters without being caught that's like their final test yeah uh-huh. and if they can do it then they win and they go through right yeah, like it's cool. yeah just to see how the amount of patience these guys have is insane yeah yeah, that's and, that, and, yeah. and that's how he is like you just you look into his eyes though and it's like you're a killer yeah like, you are you have no problem putting another human between the crosshairs yeah. and right if, if they told you to kill me i'd be gone by now right? yeah i would never hear the shot right yeah yeah, yeah. it's a bit bit unsettling it, 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 it absolutely <laughs> yeah. is right but you know you, you think back I and mean, we live in a pretty free country yeah. and for well for the most part and yeah. 
and uh, he's thankful that those guys are on our side. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah that's yeah. incredible. I mean, the longest confirmed kill shot's now in Canadian. Yeah. Oh, last yeah. summer. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So, what are we looking at here time-wise? I don't know. What do we got? We're going crazy. Um, yeah, right what time is it? Oh. 20 after 9. Oh, boy. I guess, uh, so obviously, thank you to the D-Day vets and any other vet. Um, you know, we appreciate it. Um, I guess, I guess before we shut her down quickly, I want to say, what's up with NASCAR? What's what's the hubbub about NASCAR? Why do you, why do you like NASCAR? Yeah, so all the descriptions involve NASCAR, and I was like, oh, NASCAR. I don't know if I can do it. But you like wrestling. You know, you like basketball. You know what? Yeah, you like, you know what? what? Good to know that hasn't changed. You know what? I know, right? <laughs> right? That's still the same. I did drop out for about ten years, and I got sucked back in. Uh, yeah. Well, NASCAR is. It's you know, awesome. Is yes, it fun without man. crashes? You, if, you, yes. You, yeah. yeah. Yes. Especially if you pay attention to the broadcast and you have good broadcasters like DW, uh, like Daryl Waltrip and Jeff Gordon, Mike Joy, Mike Joy. Okay. So these are like DW and Dale Gor- uh, Dale, Dale. Dale Gordon. <laughs> Jeff Gordon. Dale Yale. I'm thinking, I'm thinking of Dale Jarrett. I know. I know. Anyways, I know, I know. you got these guys that are like former drivers that are former champs that like know their stuff. That's fair. Yeah. So like. When they, you know, some drivers wear like a helmet cam and stuff, so you, they'll take you inside the car and they'll talk to you. They'll, they'll tell you exactly what's going on. They'll see their hands are just fighting the wheel, going yeah. 200 mile an hour, and you know they'll get it. They'll go off the rails and talk about it. And it's like if 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 you're interested, like that is it's extremely fascinating. Right. It it can get boring. Like it's great to take a snooze halfway. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Ah, best, there's best sleep. Four hundred laps to go. Okay, let's go. Yeah. Best minutes. sleep you have. Yeah. Absolutely. It's just like I white mean, noise. Yeah. It's like you guys want to crash at all? Yeah. Okay, so <coughs> baseball is one of those sports that if you don't understand the sport at all, yeah. right, it is garbage to watch. Yeah. Right. Oh, he threw the ball. Oh, we caught it. Oh, he hit it. But but now yeah. you start you Why start learning the sport and go. Okay, well it's three one. Right. You know he's gonna throw a changeup. Like you, yeah. you, you know, you start yeah. playing into the strategy of it, right? Sure. And you start learning some stuff. NASCAR is the same way. Yeah. You know, you learn that these guys are losing anywhere from fifteen to twenty pounds of water weight a race. Right. Yeah. Right. There's no AC in the car. Yeah. You see them stick their hands out the window while they're actually funneling cold air in. Yeah. <laughs> um, or they're trying to keep the air out of the cab. Yeah. To maybe. It was fun listening to Danica Patrick's interview with uh, with Rogan when she was on. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. kind of thing. Yeah. Kind of from the inside. We're just talking the same thing. I think he had. Dale Earnhardt Jr. on there. Yeah, that was a good one. That yeah. was a good one too. Like 28 concussions right. in two yeah. years yeah. or something crazy. I mean, it's chess. It's chess at 200 miles an hour. Yeah. Right. right? Yeah. You're 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 talking about eighth of an inch. Yeah. Um, between grip in your car and loose, or and then, yeah, how your car is going to perform worse in dirty air. Right. Um, Jimmy Johnson, so my guy. <laughs> he made a living on sitting back in the pack all race. Okay. You know for. 350 laps he would sit in the back and just ride yeah. around you know just keep up right and then at 350 he turned it on and he would just motors way up he saved his car he had a great you know he had great engines he had great tires yeah. and that's how he won that's how he became seven time now you know they introduced stage racing and can't really do that because you need to fight for stage points yeah um so it's based on positioning at that point yeah you want you want to win each race yeah that's basically your goal. It gives you a reason to push for a win at 
you know, let's say 100 laps, 200 okay, laps, yeah. and 300 laps, right? That makes sense. I can get right. that. Make it more exciting. Exactly. To right. avoid, avoid one guy running yeah. around yeah. the back yeah. for seven straight right. or seven they, they changed the rules because this guy was so good yeah. at it. Yeah, yeah. exactly. You win, you win the stage, and then you get, like, playoff points. Oh, yeah. So you get your playoff and it plays, points. yeah, it all plays yeah. into it, yeah. Sure. Like, it's, it's, again, it's one of those things that when you start getting into the science of those cars and how they're tuned and how you can pull out the pass somebody and you can all of a sudden you're going to end up slowing yourself and him yeah. down oh, the, the draft, draft and then the, draft, the third yeah. guy's going to whip out and just yeah right by you how you, good, you're going to look like you're standing still on yeah. tv you do uh so they have a they have a thing in the rear axle that changes the offset of the axle it's called track bar uh, yeah, adjustment okay. so you can raise an eighth of an inch at a time <laughs> and an eighth of an inch can mean your cornering goes from 190 mile an hour to 210. Yeah. Wow. Right? But, but you're going to fight. Now, when you start going faster, your car is going to want to walk up the track because yeah. now you're pulling centrifugal force in. Yeah. Right? right? The slower you go around a corner, you're going to lose your, you're going to dump speed, but you're going to maintain control. It's like video games, just ride the wall all the way around. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> the Kyle Larson. Yeah. Breaks are for losers. Or Martin's over, he like shoots up the middle of the, you know, of one and two and three and four, yep. it goes up the middle and just shoots straight down the other way. Like, yep. what? If you're not first, you're last. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to go up in the morning and I piss excellence. Yeah. <laughs> 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 just say you like crepes. Yeah. <laughs> you mean those thin little pancakes? I had a whole mess of them this morning. <laughs> I will not say it. Break my arm, Pepper the Pew. Classic. Uh, yeah, I've always been curious. I don't know. I, I see highlights occasionally on TSN, or you see the, yeah. the standings and stuff. And I'm like, that's kind of interesting. But then I'm looking at it, I'm like, it's just cars driving around. Like the Robin Williams bit, where he's just like, it's just cars making left turns yeah, all day. Right. Another like, left turn. Yeah. yeah. Oh, absolutely. I mean, yeah, yeah. You'll. It, that's really what it is. It's cars doing 200 miles an hour <laughs> at making a left-hand turn three to four times a race fighting, yeah. with, fighting with 40 other cars yeah. yeah and to be fair i've never watched it so just from the outsider perspective it just seems like me but i'm yeah, sure if i gave it a shot i probably could get into it i right. just didn't know what all the it's, all a, the it's a bit of an investment I'd it say. is yeah you gotta really yeah. but you'll find like i think we can both admit once you find a nascar fan yeah like they're all just like boston fans right. they're all so passionate about yeah. the team right right yeah. like it's you have a driver i mean i've had my mom flat out tell me if you meet a girl and she doesn't like, or she likes NASCAR. If she doesn't like our driver. Yeah. Don't bring her home. Yeah. Like if she likes Kyle Busch. Yeah. That's my guy. That's <laughs> he's, a polarized, he's the most pol- one of the most polarizing figures. What he is. is. What's up with him? Because he's a crybaby. He's getting better. <laughs> he's getting better. <laughs> he's much much better. He is way better. But I would give him that. He was a crybaby. Absolutely. Oh, he was a whiny little brat. <laughs> yeah. Um, he's getting better. He's becoming a family man. That's yeah. great to see. But he can wheel a car. That guy is he, one of the most talented guys on the... He can win when he wants to. Like like if he wants to win, pretty much right. he wheels yeah. that car to victory lane. That's just how it is. If he's got the, at least if he's got the car to do it. He yeah. won the championship after missing, like, what, a quarter of the year? Or something? It was over, no, it was missing a third, just over a third of the yeah. year. Wow. He broke right. both his legs in a car accident on oh, the track. Shit. Shattered his yeah. femur or tib fib. I can't remember. Yeah, got carted off. Missed a th- over a third of the year, came back and won the championship. Like, yeah, he just great. didn't lose. Once he was back, he didn't wow. lose. And he's been that way since he came back. Yeah. You know, he's had a couple bad races, and those races seem to be the races that cost him the most. And uh, That or, MTJ or, wins. <laughs> yeah, that Martin Truex Jr. wins because he's got a car. Yeah. Um, so, are there, I assume that there's standards for 
like I guess car performance and stuff because you're yeah. saying like if he has the car to do it should they not all be they are all the same like the the, the difference is so um, there's three manufacturers in the Cup Series and their body styles are all slightly different okay very but slightly would it not be better if they were all driving the exact same car because no. you know who the best driver is not necessarily because you're yeah. still you're still having variations in the car like. So, for example, a guy like Jimmy Johnson likes a very tight car. Okay. He likes his car where it doesn't feel like it wants to turn. Sure. Like, when he goes into a corner, he should have to muscle that car into the corner. As where a guy like Kyle Larson, a young gun, he wants his car as loose as he can so that he can play on the track, right? He can find that groove. Uh, And if you watch him him on Sunday, that guy was all over the track. He's sliding. Like, half the corners he's in, he's sliding. Really? Yeah. And he does all right doing that? Oh, he's yeah, I mean, fantastic yeah, he driver. loves it. Huh. He, and he's, I mean, he's one of those guys, too, that when he wins, he dominates. If he's, But if he's not winning, he's losing big. Uh, right. No. Um, I could see that. I mean, I, I get that. It would be more exciting. And, you know, kind of the variance, you know, either your car's not treating you very well, but you still win regardless in spite of it. You know, there's kind of storylines there, but... Would it not? I, I think that's where good announced teams come in, right? Yeah, you have yeah. to weave those yeah. stories into what you're Absolutely. watching. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. No, I can see that. And then you hear the you get to hear the crew chief and the driver talk and go, you know, the driver will just, I love love it because my fucking car sucks. The <laughs> tire pressures are horse shit. And the crew chief, nothing's okay. changing. Yeah. Okay. 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 Dollar back. We're, we'll take a hundred ps or we'll take ten psi out of your tire. We'll send you back out there, you know, four tires of fuel. Or we're going to add wedge to the right side. Okay. You know, like, so you're, sure, you're, um, it, it, from the outside looking in, it looks like an individual sport, right? Yeah. You have the driver. But the driver's only as good as his crew chief, and his crew chief is only as good as the pit crew that's down there. I love there. watching the pit crew doing the right. changes. And plus, plus, there's a spotter on top of the grandstand. That has to talk you through, because yeah. your head is strapped into the Hans device. Like, you can turn your head about like this. Yeah. yeah. That's it. So you now, can see you, you got a mirror on the right-hand side, you got a rear-view mirror, yeah. and that's it. That's it. Oh. And you got your spotter telling you, clear. Really? Right yeah. side. I would hate the pressure of being the spotter. 19 on the right side. Right. Yeah, yeah, he'll sit there, yeah, quarter panel, quarter mid. Wow. Clear, all right, clear right side. Clear high. Clear low. That's yeah. a trust thing. Hey, right. yeah. And he's sitting, and that spotter's sitting there and looking through binoculars the whole time. Yeah. Just like this. The entire race. race, yeah. Yeah, and on top of the roof, 100 degrees in Phoenix. Yeah. Right. I mean, they degrees. get snacks. They get snacks. Okay. But, uh, <laughs> yeah. you have to feed it to them? Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Those guys are eating in the car. The spotter's feeder. Like, the NASCAR yeah. drivers are eating and right. drinking in the car. Like, they'll get water bottles and granola bars thrown at them because they're... I, mean, I guess they have to. I mean, you're racing for like a couple hours, yeah, right? Yeah, three hours of racing, pulling G's the whole yeah, time. And right. you're sweating like a pig the whole yeah. time. Yeah, no AC. Like, your car is running 110, 130 Fahrenheit. Yeah. And that's yeah, inside yeah. your car. Right. And, and you're in a suit. Yeah. A fire suit. Right. A fire suit. And you're sitting on a rocket ship, basically. Yeah. yeah. Speaking of, like, so then NASCAR is fine, but what do you think of, like, F1? Is just not, no time for it? Or what? Like, Formula One racing? It's... Because it looks like it would be more exciting. All the turning and, like, how, right. again, they're well, so close NASCAR to NASCAR does go on some, like, road courses. They have okay. two. NASCAR is two. Yeah, they got... Yeah. Watkins and... Because so, F1 goes... Uh, don't so they go even faster? If they run a straightaway, F1 wins. Oh, easily. Well, they got yeah. the supercars, yeah. Like, exactly. they're... But, they're yeah. Would F- it not then be... F1's more of a... Right. More of an individual sport. Like, that's... Uh, that's okay. where you find drivers. Right. Yeah. Like, uh, if you can... I mean, look at Danica. Yeah. Danica did great in her F1 career, but right. put her in a NASCAR setting. NASCAR? Yeah. yeah, it's sure, it 
it's not as difficult to run four lefts. Sure. But there's so much more at play. Strategy. Right. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Because I mean, if two F1 cars touch, those those oh, cars yeah. are done. Yeah. Right. Yeah. They're yeah. they're getting yeah. sent into stratosphere. Yeah. But like DW says, rubbing is racing in yeah, NASCAR. Absolutely. Like you you're door slamming guys and right. flipping them off. Like yeah. I mean. Like driving a Winnipeg. You're, yeah, you're, yeah. Getting, you're getting physical <laughs> on the track. Right. Oh my goodness. I mean, it's it's cool to watch when you when you get down to the nitty gritty of how he's you, going three wide. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I may be scared of spiders, but Mama didn't raise no bitch going three wide in the corner. Three wide middle in the corner. Bubba Wallace. Yeah. Yeah. I have a feeling that NASCAR fans and wrestling fans are very similar. Oh yeah, because yeah. I, I can I can pull all the parallels they're talking yeah. about. Same thing, right? Like when I watch it, I'm super inside baseball, right? So I'm like, I know this guy's a good worker versus this guy isn't, and he can pull a good match out of this guy, right? And it's the producers working with the guys, and you got so much time left, shit like that, right? All the yeah. behind the scenes stuff that yeah. I find fascinating, right? Yeah. Yes, it's fake, whatever. It's yeah. it's choreographed, right? But sure. it's. It's like action Cirque du Soleil in a way. It's still a, right? it's still a, uh, a presentation, right? right. Still, it's still being put out yeah, there. Yeah, it's, it's an athletic yeah. competition. It's just predetermined. That's yeah. it, right? I yeah. can acknowledge that. I still think wrestling sucks, and I don't understand NASCAR, but I get it. <laughs> <laughs> and then I there's mean, MMA. Yeah. Yeah. I don't watch nearly as much as I should. You should have watched more. I know. I, I, I did. When like, on. when the big UFC boom Almost hit, like, I watched Saturday it night. quite a bit. Yeah. But I just kind of fell off a couple years in. I was like, well... I've seen dudes hit the head, like hit each other in the head. I do enjoy. I watch like almost all the GSP pay per views and whatever else. But and he was the most boring that. fighter to watch. Yeah, I find. But he's just very you know, Canadian. I'm rooting for him at that at the time. Surgical. I didn't know anything. Yeah. For sure, GSP was surgical. Right. It's not. It's not an entertaining style, but it, no. it wins championships. Yeah. Exactly, and that's championships, right? Like yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah. That now there's a whole another debate. Do you go for championship? Look at Conor McGregor. Yeah. Right. right. The guy sold millions, and Dwayne. Shuddering because that's he knows that's my boy. <laughs> my uh, fan. Just balls to the wall. Yeah, I, I mean he sold right fights. Yeah. yeah, he was right. You don't make great, you don't make 150 million just on your fighting. Alone. Exactly. Right. Yeah, I mean he was a good fighter at best, but he was was he the greatest of all time? Yeah, he's yeah. almost more of a promoter than a fighter. Exactly. Yeah. He, he talked himself into big fights, and you know I think he got lucky on a few fights, and yeah. that boosted his stock, right? But a guy like Cowboy. He's a hardworking guy. Yeah, guy's been around guy. since Nam. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, he since just, just wins fights. Time. And yeah. he, his style, besides his head kick, is nothing special. He's not a power puncher. He'll not going to knock you out with one-punch power. He's yeah. not going to take you to the ground and have a great submission finish. Uh, right. he, he, uh, he, yes, yeah, he yes, can. He but he's got most... Some of the, I think he's tied for most knockdowns. Isn't uh, that the record he has no, now? no. I think he's got the most submission finishes in the lightweight division. Okay. I can't remember. He's got a whole bunch. Anyway. We'll see like That's all over my head, eh? Yeah, he's, <laughs> he's a boring fighter for the yeah. most part. But he gets the job done. Yeah. He can make things look pretty well, good. Well, that's your opinion. Yeah, that's my opinion. <laughs> right. I know you like Calvin. Well, like I said, by the, by the same token, even if you apply it to sports like hockey or football, right? Like they say, defense wins championships. It might not be exciting, but... Yeah. I was just going to say, yeah. Right. Scott Stevens who? Yeah. yeah. Marty Roder what? Yeah. yeah, right? Like the 90s and the early 2000s. Uh, uh, Devils 2003. were terrible right. to watch. Yeah. But Trap. they won championships. It worked. Yeah, right? right. And that, you know, if you can do it. Yeah. Uh, but as a fan, do you... I guess you're happy for the championships no matter how right. they win. I don't know. Yeah. Boring as balls. Yeah. But. Like occasionally you can get 
very exciting defensive games. Oh, absolutely. But yeah, for the most part, it's not a great style. But no. I mean, two ones a win, just like six two is, right? So you got to take them. Yeah. Uh, no, that's same with football too, right? Like same yep. thing. You have good defense. Games. Six to three, but it could be the most exciting six yeah, to three absolutely. you've ever seen in your life. Or it's snowing and no one can see anything. Right, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, look at look at what Russell Wilson did for the sport of quarterback or for the position of quarterback. Right, he brought in a whole new era, like that that uh, the run and gun sort of yeah, style. That, yeah, the, um, the he, read option. I think he's the only success, in my opinion, one of the only successful college quarterbacks to go to a pro team and effectively. Work in a run throw kind of what about style. Johnny Manziel, come on. Yeah, right. <laughs> and I said from day one he's going to be a bust. I always said yeah. that because there's not many college quarterbacks that can translate the option style or they're out of the pocket running right. And because yeah. pro teams don't do that, uh, they're doing it more now. Yeah. But typically they it's it's a lot of just straight dropbacks and throw. Marcus Mariota, <laughs> Oregon Ducks. I mean, yeah. I love that. Right. That's my college team is Oregon. Yeah. Um. Fill the sleeves, but you know he <laughs> did. He lit up at Oregon, right. unbeatable. Yeah, and where's he now? Right, he's exactly. Tennessee and and just kind of a no name guy. Yeah, you don't hear he him. He's exactly. middle of the pack quarterback. Exactly, a guy like Pay Russell Wilson though. changed the game. He made room for guys like Colin Kaepernick and RG three. Right, like he introduced. A, a style of the game that no one had ever seen, right? And and changed it forever, right? And those guys are special and rare. Right? You don't find them the the ones often. that work work, but the ones that don't like they don't go yeah. anywhere. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And it probably really depends on the coaching style too. Like, right? They're not going to. You, you have to. You have if you know you're going to draft that guy, you have to build the pieces around him. Right? Yeah, exactly. You got to have RBs that can catch out of the backfield and on the fly. Right? And that can run. Options and a good offensive line that can run zone running schemes and, the right and offensive coordinator to right, right exactly yeah. yeah and and the pieces have to fit you know it's it's no different than I mean that's that's every sport right yeah. I've said this for many years and I think NBA is the one exception right now with with Golden State is the most most talented teams never win championships right it's always the teams that. Everybody clicks. Everybody buys in. I mean, that was New Jersey yeah. for the longest time. Everybody bought in to the to the defensive style game. Right. You know, Detroit. Yeah, they were, Detroit. They were very talented. They yes. were absolutely, <laughs> but they all played a, a style that wasn't about me. Right. right? Scotty Bowman, he wouldn't let you. Right. Yeah. They played exactly. within each other's strengths. Right? Exactly. Your kneecaps. I mean, you're not going to play again in your life if he says no. Right? Look at Winnipeg, the Jets, right now. Yeah. I mean. I think the coaches lost the room. Speaking of Paul so Maurice from earlier, I think. Yeah. Well, look at all these players that are like now. Roslovic just said he want, he requested a trade, and there's rumors that Lining's unhappy. Truba doesn't want to be there. Right. You know, well, other than Wheeler and, and Shifley, they seem pretty content. But right. I, mm-hmm. I just think Maurice is good with the media. You know, he's a good talker. He's you know good strategist, perhaps. But I think he's just losing. I don't know. He's losing. Uh, losing his feel for the right. Ball. I think there was so much hype around the team. Oh yeah, that didn't well, help that either. too. Yeah. I mean, like. Rosovic came up and was a star. Right. Immediately. I think he got pushed too far, or too too quick. Maybe. Right? Or he got he, left down too if, I guess if you look at how it developed Shifley versus something like that, right? Well, like, yeah. And see, here, here's the thing. I remember when they picked Shifley, and I told everybody, that's a mistake. Everybody's like, what are you doing? You're yeah. off the board for you, six? You had, yeah. what are you, doing? you had Dougie Hamilton yeah. that was available. Right. An, an NHL-ready defenseman. You had Sean Couturier, who was lighting it up in the queue. Right. 
Like you had two picks that were at least two. Yeah, there's we're ready right for here. the NHL right now. But they said, no, we're gonna take our time. We're gonna draft. We'll build a good foundation, and they've done that. I mean, right, they have yeah. they had a goaltending problem for the longest time because they had too many. Right. They have the next. And they had Pavlik. Well, as a Pavlik, right. well, that's but, a whole other ball game. Dumpster fire. That they've <laughs> got Eric Comrie, who arguably is the next Carey Price. Just needs to fill the. Fill the shoes. Yeah. You know, Definitely he's a, a solid goalie in waiting, which absolutely. is what every team needs. Right. Hellebuck's been, for the most part, relatively good. He was super leaky this year. But it was. Yeah. Still yeah. average goaltender at yeah. least. It's fine. Yeah. I mean, so I think once they work the kinks out, and they, yeah. they have to find ways to get guys happy. Because, well, yeah. I mean, We're not gonna Liney's not producing. <laughs> and if Liney doesn't produce, he's yeah. a liability on the back end. Apparently he was right. injured. Like half the season, yeah. The so they say. Whatever. Too much Fortnite. Or if you believe conspiracy theories, the Jets are tanking him on purpose yeah. for so he can get a better contract. But well, just not optimizing his lines. So right. Hit fifty goals yeah. and ask for the ask for the world. Which you know, Chevy's a little a little shifty. It wouldn't surprise me if he you know let's just yeah. hide him a little bit, yeah. reduce well, his usage, and then yeah. put him on the second power play line with you know, guys that doesn't work as well with. Yeah. yeah, I don't know, but um, I mean, it'll it'll obviously be interesting to see what what's going to happen this yeah. summer. I mean, right. I wish they wouldn't have got rid of Hayes, but they weren't going to sign him. Anyway. I know no. they weren't. I know he was a rental player, just like uh, Stasny was. Yeah, but, Stasny yeah. might have signed, right. but there's no chance that. But right. do you think they, they should have pushed harder for Stone? Yes. Yeah, I yeah. think so. Well, as well. And the thing is, yeah. Stone was willing to take a hometown discount. Right. Local boy, and even if yeah. you can, if you can get him and sign him to the same deal at Vegas, take you sign that deal every day. Absolutely. Right? And you figure that out. That that's future Jets problems. Right. You worry about that in the off season. Exactly. Course. Yeah. That would be great. You'll find the money happened. somewhere. It was a first in Roslovic, apparently was the sticking point. Was apparently the ask, yeah. And they didn't want to give up Roslovic. Do that all day. <laughs> like I would do that every day. Of but the now week. you have Roslovic that wants to get out. I mean Truba, right. I, I can't stand him. Yeah, take I, it or leave it, he's fine. Yeah. As long as Detroit doesn't give away the farm for him, I'm okay with it. Yeah. There's rumors that they might and I don't really don't want them to. Yeah. Yeah. They're asking way too much for him. That's for, across the bear. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Anyways, we've been going all day here, boys. Um, we can probably start shutting it down. It's fun. Thanks for joining us. Hey, um, thanks for having us. It's been a good like, time, boys. Anything you guys Absolutely. want to plug? Your social medias, your own podcast, and shout out. Uh, you can check out Flatlands Field and Foul on Instagram and Facebook. Uh, been a bit slack, but should uh, pick up again. <laughs> the boys will have some good hunting yes. stories coming up shortly. We're gonna fire up a new podcast soon. Um, I am Bushmaster Twenty Five on the Instagram. I'm just on Facebook. I got no more Instagram. Oh, no, you got rid of it? I got rid of Instagram, yeah. Why's that? Um, Too much addiction? No, a lot of time wasting. I've realized how much time I spend on social media. Scroll and scroll and scroll. Yeah, and it's like, you know, I could spend three hours doing something productive, and it's like, it drags by. Smart. But then you just, you know, just kill three hours on Instagram. Right. And it's just brainless. Exactly. It's it's numbing. So, uh, yeah, you can find me on Facebook at Tall Oak Pursuit or Town of Prison. Either or, yeah. Yeah, um, I feel the same way. Instagram has stolen my soul. Right. Like you go, you go like we were, when we were in Dominican last year. I went like a week without because there's no Wi-Fi on the resort. And then coming back, I'm sitting in the airport. I kind of turn my get on the Wi-Fi or whatever, and I'm scrolling through. I'm just like, I don't care about any of this. Why am I? Why am I even doing this? Yeah. It's right. all just empty brain, nothing. It's just, exactly. So I mean, it's a bummer, but I'm sucked in. So I totally get yeah. that. Um, well, it's because they make it so niche, right? With the explore well, feed, right? It's everything geared towards you. Yeah, yeah right? exactly. And you, well, and then you find yourself comparing, right? Like, you know, I look at hunting pictures and I'm like, man, I wish I could go kill an elk like that. Yeah. Or, what are yeah. these guys doing to kill white-tailed deer what that I'm not? Yeah. yeah, exactly. And then, yeah. you know, you 
something as simple as sitting in the deer stand and scrolling through Instagram. Is that chicken right. butt real? Yeah, <laughs> looking, looking at that's pictures fake. of deer and you're like, you get yourself amped up for yeah. this booner that's going to walk yeah. out at any yeah. minute and you burn yourself out in a hunting season yeah. like that. And, and I think that's, I mean, just a quick little thing here. I think that's one thing me and Dwayne did really well last year for the exception of the white shell um, <laughs> is we didn't really expect, at least coming from my end, I didn't expect to... You know, have the season I had the year before. I was oh, smart. You know, I oh, was, actually, I, 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 I was anticipating to be done early last year, and that kicked, that bit me in the rear. Right. End, so. and, you know, I knew I wasn't mindset, and you know, kind of maybe rushing things, or I don't know, yeah. not as much prepped. Right. I, I took my first year twenty minutes into my first sit, <laughs> so I knew I was going to have to suffer this year. Right. Yeah. The, the hunting gods were not going to allow me to have another <laughs> yeah. another early year, but uh, oh, that's good. Yeah. 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 No, that's the way it goes. Anyways, um, thank you for joining us, boys. Um, it's been fun. Let's do it again. It's been awesome. Absolutely. Yeah, Thanks for having us. Yeah. Yeah. Peace out. Yeet. <laughs> well, that was fun. Fantastic conversation. It was. I yeah. have a newfound respect for NASCAR drivers and the shit that they go through. Yeah, especially as a wrestling fan, you you understand. You're goddamn right, I do. It's all orchestrated. Is not fake. <laughs> it's predetermined. It's not fake. <laughs> Ka-chow! <laughs> Good <Ka-chow-ga. laughs> uh, Yeah, but it was fun. Uh, so thanks to Dwayne and Tanner for joining us. We got Bushmaster25 and uh, T-Freeze. Is our number in there? I think so. 91? We're bad at this. Anyways, they mentioned it in the episode. (laughs) Uh, We'll tag them in afterwards. Um, But again, as I say every week, find us on social media, uh, on Instagram at Two Idiots Podcast, on Facebook, Two Idiots Podcast, just search for us, on Twitter, Two Idiots Show, and our email? It is doubleidiotspodcast at gmail.com. Yeah, shoot us something. Um, Is that... that is that all, Rich? I think that's it. Are we done? I think. Are we done? It. Can they go? It's over. <laughs> <laughs> no. All right. A little just for last plug. That was good. That was good. That was good. I'm pretty pretty good. Anyways, you are good. We can finish now. Yeah. Let's get the let's get the f out of here. GTFO. Enough. Enough. Finish. Okay. Bye, Bye. everybody. Peace. Oh. <laughs> <laughs>